Shalom, shalom, my brother and my sister. Welcome to the Lord's Hour. This is your host, Brother in Christ, Brother Elvi Sapara. I wanted to come on tonight, thank you, Lord, and share, hallelujah, a revelation I received this week from the Lord, from the God Almighty, hallelujah, who is good, who, who mercy endure forever, hallelujah, who love us more than even what we love ourselves. Thank you, God, because He is good, and His mercy endure forever. He is always for us, never against us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Yeshua. He proven it on the cross when He died for each and one of us, my brothers and sisters. He proven His faithfulness. His faithfulness cannot be questioned because He went to the cross. Thank you, Lord. He proven Himself to us to humanity. Thank you, Lord. So if we question his faithfulness, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Yeshua, for dying for us on the cross. He is so good. He is so awesome. He is so faithful. Hallelujah. Thank you, God, for Jesus. 
We, we got to be grateful every moment of the day, every hour, as much as possible, because we serve a wonderful God. We serve a good God, hallelujah, who has shown his mercy to us, hallelujah, who has shown us that he is good and that his mercy endure forever. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Yeshua. We thank you, Jehoshua. Thank you, Lord. We know that the Bible says in the book of Luke and the book of Matthew that as it was in the days of Noah, so it will be in the coming of the Son of Man. My brother and my sister, that whatever happened back in the past, it will happen again. Hallelujah. And so we are in the last days, hallelujah, before the return of Jesus and we can already see that things are like in the days of Noah, wicked and evil generation. People who have turned themselves more to fallen angel idea, belief, behavior, living. As it was in the days of Noah, the fallen Nephilim were on the earth. The giants were on the earth. And they deceived humanity in such a way where humanity did what they wanted them to do. They corrupted, the Bible says, all flesh. And so is being done today. All flesh today is being corrupted in, uh, in so many ways, medical. An example, medical way, through medicines. Doctors are playing uh, God more and more every day. We're seeing Elon Musk from, from hallelujah, Tesla and, and SpaceX and so much. Uh, and putting a ship in people's brain to, hallelujah, change the way humanity thinks, control people's thoughts. They, they make it seem like they're going to control things, but if they never let people see the truth about things controlling them, my brother insisted, and it's basically what it is. They think that they're going to control things with the ship on the brain, but they don't realize that the things that they wish to control will end up controlling them. My brother insisted. Mind control has been one of the greatest tools of the enemy for so many years. And finally, it is coming to pass for the elite. As they come out with all these invention, technology, my brother insisted, that the fallen demons, fallen angels given them to mind control people medication, tools, devices of the enemy. The Bible talks about in the book of some of our devices of the enemy. Well, those devices are being implemented today in people's life, my brother insisted. And of course, it's not pleasing unto God because it's destroying man who is made in the image of God. In the image of him, he created them, the Bible says. And that is what is being destroyed. That is what is being changed. The image of God, pure human being like God. My brother and sister, with the ability to have self-will, self-thinking, self-decision. Hallelujah. As they make decisions for the wicked things, they are losing the self-will, the self-ability uh, to make their own decision. My brother and sister, all that is being lost in the last days. But it's not the will of God. The Bible says that anyone will perish. It's not in the mind of God. The will of God is the mind, the desire of God for each human being. It's not in the mind and the heart of God. 
that anyone will perish, that people will have everlasting life, will live forever with God. But as they are being contaminated, as they're being corrupted, as it happened in the days of Noah, they are losing the position in God. They are losing the blessing that God has given them. My brother and sister, that God wishes no one to perish, so to lose the blessing that he had given unto them, imparted into their lives. My brother, my sister, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. But we must be wise as a five wise virgin in the last day and make the right decision for the Lord. My brother, my sister, as we see all these wickedness and evil things happening, for us not to take part in it, have no part in evil, have no part in wickedness, take no part in it, have no desire for it neither. My brother and sister, we must stay away from these wicked devices, wicked evil, wicked plan of the enemy. It's not of God. It's not for God. Hallelujah. It doesn't come from God. It doesn't descend from heaven. Only good gifts descend from heaven, from the Father above, from the Father of light, the Bible says. Not evil gifts, my brother and sister. Not, not anything of darkness comes from God, but everything of light, a goodness, a good for other human beings, my brother and sister. Because he's a good father. We serve a good father. We serve a good God who desires the best for each and one of us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Yeshua. But we must be obedient because there is a consequence for sin. See, when Adam and Eve sinned in the garden, when they decided to listen to the serpent, they were not obligated. It was by choice. The serpent offered Eve another choice. When she said that God had said that she would not eat from the fruit, that in the day they will eat from it, they will die. The devil offered them another choice. And they voluntarily, willingly took that choice, made their own decision for the offer of the devil, my brother and sister, which ended up in sin, disobedience, and which consequence came by which they would, they would sin out of the garden. Hallelujah. And their sin and their disobedience, they could not be in the presence of God anymore. They could not be in the holy place of the garden anymore. So they have to be driven out of the garden, the Bible says. They were driven out of the garden, my brother and sister, by God, holy angels. Hallelujah. By God, ordered by God. Because they have no place in God anymore in sin and disobedience. And that's what humanity don't understand. And that's what the devil understands very well. The people in disobedience and sin have no place in God unless they repent, unless they turn to God in repentance, forsaking the sins and the wicked ways. My brother, my sister. So it's not the will of God that anyone will perish. That will people will have everlasting life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. So as it was in the days of Noah, as it was in the days of Lot, people made their own choice. People made their own decision. And that's what is being done today. My brother and sister, the only decision that people are making, like in those days of wicked and evil, not seeking after holiness and righteousness, not seeking after being obedient unto the Lord, but seeking unto being disobedient, which is not the will of God for anyone, my brother and my sister. We must seek the will of God. We must seek what God has for each and one of us. Thank you, Lord. In order for God, hallelujah, to grant us his blessing, hallelujah, he has many blessings to give to us, but we must be obedient. Hallelujah, we must seek as well. Hallelujah, not our own, but his, my brothers and sisters. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Yeshua. 
Our Father is good. This morning I receive a revelation from Father. I see myself on the earth. I see myself being chased by fallen angel, human. My brothers and sisters, I was running and running. Hallelujah. God protection. I could see God protection over my life. And it's a sample of the bride of Christ. The bride of Christ is being persecuted. The bride of Christ is being chased and looked after, hallelujah, being searched by the enemy, stalked by the enemy. In my dream, in my revelation, I said, why are these people stalking me? I can see, uh, like government agency, I can see people stalking me through different devices as they use in secret, computer, camera, AI, in different ways they're being used today to stalk the bride of Jesus. My brother, and sister, this is what I was seeing. And I was saying in my dream, my revelation, I was there. As I had all this view from God of all of them stalking us, looking into our lives. It was so many different devices, with so many different ways, my brother and sister. But in the spirit where I was standing, in the spiritual realm, I can see clearly all the devices, through devices, I can see them looking through them, through their computer, their supercomputers, they call them. My brothers and sisters, satellites, and so many devices that they're using today to watch the bride, to stalk the bride of Jesus. Every single hour, every single minute, every single second, they're watching us, they're listening to us. My brothers and sisters, it's like we, the bride of Christ, the sons of God, have become the outsider. Not no more, we're, in a, we're home. Okay? And we've we never been home after we gave our life to Jesus. Jesus said we're in this world, but we're not of the world. He says that he had chosen us from the world. Thank you, Jesus. My brother insisted. So immediately I could see that we were the outsider. My brother insisted. We talk about aliens from other spaces. Demons from other spaces, because that's what they are. stalking us. And it's all the other way around. The enemy always make things to sin. Hallelujah. Make his demon the victim. That's what the enemy is doing when they talk about fallen aliens and all that. He, they're making the, the, the demon victim when it's the other way around. He always lies. He's always looking for a way to deceive humanity. My brother and my sister. And this is what I was seeing. I was seeing the truth from God the Father. God the Father was showing me this this morning. Hallelujah. And as I began to run, as we began to run, the bride of Christ, and, we, and I began to run to every place on the earth, and we could, not find the, we could not find a place on the earth. We were running from left to right, from right to left, from north to south, and there was not a place in this revelation this morning that we can find a home for ourselves. I knew we were not home anymore, and that's what God wanted me to see. There's no place for my children, for my bride, that they can call home on the earth. There's not a place. This is not your home anymore. It never been your home anymore. My brother insisted. Hallelujah. This place in the spiritual realm looked like hell. It looked horrible. Darkness everywhere. Demons everywhere, my brother insisted. And human body. And in, in, in many forms. That people have no idea. And their AIs are demons. And there's so many demons of AI now. GI, they call them. A higher level of AI. And there's another one now. Like SGI. Tip GI. Tip GI. 
my brother and sister, higher levels are AI. And all these AI demons, that's what they are, is a demon greater than another demon. And a demon more specialized than another demon. And a demon with another special ability. That's all it is. Fallen, wicked, evil demon. And that's what I was looking at in my revelation. It was stunning. It was surprising. But God wants us to see the truth. He says in his word, there is nothing hidden that will not come out to light. My brother and sister. So he's revealing this mystery for us to know. For us to understand where we are, where we're living. We're living in the last of the last days. My brother and my sister. Hallelujah. So we began to run. I began to run. And I was, I was running. I knew I was the bride of Christ in this revelation, the sons of God. Because that's what we are. And we were running in this revelation and running. And running through the earth. And nowhere to find a home, my brother and sister. Nowhere. We cannot call any place, any country, any island, any city, any state. We cannot call it home. Even an abandoned island is not a home for us. And running, running from country to country, from place to places, in this revelation, we cannot find a home. And at the end of the revelation, my brother and sister, as we're running and running, things to where there's no place home for us. God, who was washing us, who was washing us, who had his hand on us, Hallelujah. Out of the sunlight, pull, pull me to his throne. Pull me his way. And I immediately, at the end of my race, ended up next to Father's throne. And I immediately in heaven, knowing that I was in Father's throne, my brother and sister. Hallelujah. I knew immediately that I was home in heaven. The only place we can call home is heaven. My brother insisted, everything has become so evil and so wicked down here that nothing down here anymore we can call home. Everything, my brother and sister, has been corrupted like in the days of Noah, has been damaged one way or another. And when I say corrupted, I, I understand it better now with this revelation, a spiritual corruption, the, the a spiritual DNA, if we can call it, it's corrupted everywhere on this earth. Nothing anymore is alive as we think. We see the grass, we see the tree. But if you look closely how they're dying, even snakes have become a dangerous species. You can, you can go to any country abandoned site. You, you might be able to find snakes. Not anymore like you used to 10, 20 years ago. Lions, tigers, every single animal, birds. That we had abundance on the earth are becoming endangered species. Whales are becoming endangered species. Sharks are becoming endangered species. Dolphins are coming in. All kinds of fish are becoming endangered species. Everything is dying off. Human beings are becoming endangered species. Also, my brother and sister. So incredible how everything is dying. But you're not being told. That you're given a hologram on television like everything is great. While the enemy is hunting children by a thousand in one month in a single stay in the United States. And that is not coming up on the media. Because they're making money. They're getting rich by it. And they think that 
them ending as depopulation is going on on the earth. They're going to have all these riches they believe from the devil that they're going to get to enjoy. But they don't understand that they are believing the folly of all lies. That when he speaks of lie, he speaks of himself, Jesus said, in John 8. They're being lied. They're being deceived to the core of their being. And it was better for them not to be born than to believe the lies of the devil. My brother and my sister, this is what this earth is heading to. This is where the light is. Human beings are being lied, are being deceived in such a way, such a level that they don't realize how bad it is. My brother and sister, God doesn't wish for anyone to perish. My brother and sister, he doesn't wish for anyone to be so deceived. He wants people to be unsafe. Hallelujah. But we must believe in Christ. We must be obedient. Obedient to God, the Bible says, is better than sacrifice. We focus on sacrifice most of the time and not in obedience. My brother insisted. Although both go hand to hand, you must fast, you must pray, you must live a holy life, for God is so difficult. But it's not impossible. Because what God, Jesus, taught his disciples, Everything is possible. That means that we are supposed to, by Jesus' teaching, we are supposed to depend on God for our daily life, for Him to give us our daily bread, for Him to help us every day to serve Him, to seek Him, to commit our life to Him. Thank you, Jesus. We cannot do this on our own. Jesus told His disciples in John 15, 4, that without me, separated from me, there's nothing you can do. That is the very fact of the spiritual life in Jesus, in God, in Christ. Without the Lord Jesus' help every day, without the help of the Holy Spirit, without the guidance, the wisdom, the leading, the revelation of the Lord. My brother and sister, we will be in darkness. We need the Lord every day. We need to commit our life to Him every day. Thank you, Jesus. We need his help. Thank you, Lord. This week, before this revelation, I have received another revelation. My brother and sister of heaven. And this revelation, this week that I received, was so mighty. It was so powerful. I was sharing it with some of my brother. In this other revelation, we, we, I, we found ourselves in heaven after the rapture, departure of the bride of Christ. I know so many question the rapture and wonder if the rapture is biblical. And wonder if the rapture is real. If the church will ever leave this earth. If we are going to be the departure. I'm going to give you one verse of the Bible. That Jesus said himself. Heaven and earth will pass. But not my word. Jesus said. His word is truth. His word is eternal. Everything was created from the, from the word of God. The Bible said that God created the heaven and then created the earth. The Bible says that Jesus is the first in creation. Who is Jesus? Jesus is the first word that God the Father spoke from the mouth. That's why he is the living word. He is the word of God. My brothers, he is the first from creation. Because when God began to create anything, he spoke the word. The very first time he spoke the word, the first word that came out of his mouth is Jesus Christ, our Lord. 
our Savior, the Word of God, the living Word of God. My brother and my sister, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Yeshua. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. In this revelation, my brother and sister, things that I have not seen, that ear have not heard, are the things that God has preserved to them that love Him, the Bible says. My brother and sister, hallelujah, we were raptured. We were in heaven in the part, the Lord's hour part, that other brothers and sisters have seen. I believe Sister Carla has seen it. Other brothers and sisters have seen the Lord's hour part in heaven. I remember that before this revelation, I was taken to the Lord's hour part, and they had so many uh, musical instruments there all around the park, and I was wondering when we're going to enter the park. I was revealed by the redeeming heaven that when we go home, I'm going to be one of the leaders leading the bride to the, to the wedding celebration because I was told that I know exactly where it is because so many times the Lord has taken me there. I, when I get to heaven, I know exactly where to go. So I will be leading other people there. Thank you, Lord. A group there, especially from the Lord's Tower. To me, that was an exciting revelation. Thank you, Lord. So this time, we were all... A group of us, brothers and sisters of the Lord's Hour, we were in, in the Lord's Hour Park sitting in bench around the park, beautiful tree, my brother and sisters, and I could see everyone in a glorified body, in a tremendous presence of God, tremendous peace, untold peace, unheard, love, home, we were home. And as we were sitting around, around like in a group, we were talking with one another. And there was one topic we were talking there. And the topic was how close the departure and rapture was. And that we didn't realize. Jesus had told us that the rapture and departure of the bride of Christ, the heart apostle, the caught up in the air, is going to happen sooner then what we think. I have asked some of my brothers and sisters, what do you think? What are you thinking? Help me with this. What's in your mind? Because the question has been that it's going to be very, very soon. Any moment now. Excuse me, but sooner than what we think. It's a revelation. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And I've been thinking about this. The rapture is happening sooner than what we think, my brother and sister. And I even meditated what we've been thinking all these years. The things that have been going through our mind, conversation, people questioning the rapture, the day of the rapture, all that. I've been thinking about all this, my brother and sister. Amazingly, it's like we've all been thinking that this is going to be in years. And that we're going to be able to do this, do that. Make plans to buy houses, build houses, take vacation, move to another country maybe, buy a house, have a family, raise children. There's different thinking going to people's mind. Travel, begin a ministry. You know, dedicate your life to the ministry, grow the ministry, win soul, lead people to Christ, which are all good things in the Lord, especially when it's for for the benefit of the saints, my brothers and sisters. So for the kingdom of God and the business of God, 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And so we were thinking, we were talking in heaven with each other. How soon the rapture happened. And I can hear some of my brothers and sisters. I can see myself in the future. Near, near, near future. And see each and one of us there. And I can see us talking. How soon it happened in heaven. It happened sooner. Exactly how Jesus said and what we were thinking. This is the amazing thing about this revelation. Because the rapture happened sooner than what we were thinking. We were saying to each other in heaven. And we were laughing. We were laughing with one another. <clears throat> what we were thinking, we were saying to each other. What were we thinking, we were saying. How can we, you know, the Lord told us it would happen sooner than what we think. And in heaven, we were saying to one another, it happened, it happened as the Lord said, sooner than what we were thinking. And then we were looking at each other and saying, wow, we were wrong in our thinking. We were thinking that it will be longer. We were thinking that we will have more time. You know, and we were saying to each other, how can we be thinking this way? On earth, we were thinking this way. We were wrong. And in heaven, we can admit that we were wrong. This is the amazing thing about this revelation. That I can see one another sitting in front of one another in heaven. And the, the, what we were saying was to one another is that we were wrong. In our thinking that we will have that we have more time because we find out when we went to heaven we didn't we did not have the time we thought we had it was way sooner than what we were thinking just as the Lord has said my brother my sister that's why I, I admire some of the brothers and sisters that are making YouTube videos that are saying how close the rapture is that how apostle is I admire those brothers because it's true. We don't realize how close it is. And some people who think that, don't think it's close, are soon are going to find out when they stay behind that they were wrong. Because one thing Jesus told me years ago, if you don't believe in the rapture, you're not coming home with me. And that has been engraved in my spirit, my heart, and my soul. That unless we believe in the rapture of the pasture, just as the Lord has said, we're not going home. We're not going home with the Lord and the rapture. And I want to go home. So I repented for not believing the Lord in his heart pasture, his rapture of the pasture. I truly have repented so much. I cried to the Lord, Lord, I'm sorry. Please forget me. Please forget me, Jesus. Because I do want to go home in the rapture. I do not want to stay behind. But you see that false teaching that it's going to be in years. It's going to be sometime in the future. All that thinking is what keeps you from not getting ready. It's what keeps you from being prepared. From being ready. From being repenting. From seeking Him daily. From seeking holiness and righteousness to be going home. Because one thing Jesus has said very clear in his word, without holiness, no one will see the Lord. What does that mean? That means holiness is separation. The very word 
holiness in the Old Testament, when something was holy, was consecrated unto the Lord. That means that was only to be used for God, not for anything else. My brothers and sisters, Paul talks about to the saints to obtain from the things of the world. My brothers and sisters, very important, very, very important when you understand what holiness is. And if you don't understand what holiness is, you need to look up the meaning of the word. And then you need to search the word in the Bible, holiness. My brothers and sisters, which is like righteousness, same thing, pure, separated. Anything that was holy in the Old Testament, the instrument for the temple of God, for the house of God, which we call holy, pure. That means it, it, meant it has to be separated only for the Lord. It could not be for use for veiled sacrifice. Cannot be used for other gods to sacrifice. That's why when a nation took the holy vessel from the house of God into other country, God just ended up destroying that nation. Because anything of God is holy. It's separated only unto God. That's what holiness means. Something consecrated only unto God. Separated only unto the Lord. Not for anything else. If it's separated for something else, the judgment of God will come upon the person, the nation, whoever it is. My brother and sister. And that's why it will come upon the believer who don't believe in holiness. And they mix themselves with the things of the world. The judgment of God will come upon their lives. He will not take them home. He will leave them for the great tribulation. And they will have to be murdered for Jesus. Beheaded. But before the devil beheads them... He will punish them. He will torment them. He will cut their finger. He will cut their toe. He will cut their, their ears. He will torment them. In the many trips to the Great Tribulation, Jesus showed me many humans who cannot die in the Great Tribulation because they flee from them. No one can die during those seven years of the Great Tribulation unless you are beheaded, the order of God. God says the rule. It's the rule that God has said, the law. He says the law. Beheaded only in order to come to heaven. Well, here it is. I saw people missing an arm, running, with no doctor to, to cure them or heal them. People missing half of their body, still alive and bleeding in the, in the, in the floor. Some of them have bleed, bleed out, still alive. I saw body, many of them, plenty of them. Bleed it out in the great tribulation, in the ground, alive, asking me for help as I was going by. Please help me, please. And everyone in order their pleas. They plead people to help them, and everyone who can walk around walks away from them. No one has any mercy for anyone in the great tribulation. That's the kind of life coming on the earth very, very soon. The great tribulation is at the door. It's about to begin. People cannot imagine how close the seven-year, more horrible great tribulation. Jesus described the great tribulation this way in Matthew 24. Like it never been before, like it never be again. My brother and sister, it's going to be horrible. When God describes something in, in such a way, it never been before, even when the children of Israel were in Egypt being punished by the Egyptians, being beaten, abuse and so much more that is nothing even when the Nazi back in Germany killed people 
abuse people, shot people on the head, cut their leg, arm, finger. That is nothing compared to the great revelation. Believe it or not, it is not compared. My brother insisted. People say, but if they shoot you, what worse than that can it be? It's going to be worse. Imagine being shot and still being alive in pain for seven years. My brother insisted. And still on top of the, sh the, the bullet in your body and you're bleeding out, still being tormented. Greater than, than the pain of the bullet. My brother and sister, the great tribulation is nothing to be in play with. Well, most of humanity is playing with God, playing with the great tribulation. They have no idea. I, I'm honest. I have said this for years. Humanity have no idea what they're about to enter in. And if they did, they will be underneath crying out to God. My brother and sister, horrible, horrible. Great tribulation is about to begin. And God doesn't want anyone to stay behind. But humanity is not listening. Look at Jesus still begging. Praying is the word. Interceding prayer. Which is like begging to God. For mercy upon the soul. Are those behind. Are those that are about to go into the great tribulation. That maybe one of them will repent. And turn their wicked ways to the Lord. That he may, that he may save them. I asked the Lord a few weeks ago, Lord, because I'm asking the Lord, why had not the rapture happened yet? And he gave me a revelation that the ark door is about to be in shot. Jesus Christ is the ark of God, like in the days of Noah. And what he revealed to me was, what Jesus revealed to me is, look, I'm only bringing but a few, last fuse in to the ark. And after this, the door will be shut. Like it happens in the days of Noah. God shut the door. Noah, his sons, none of them shut the door. God did. That means that they could not open it anymore. Even if people were crying for mercy outside the ark, as they saw the rain and the flood coming in. No more. When God says enough, it's enough. And he is about to say enough, it's enough. My brother and sister, the time of grace is about to end. Roman 11, my brother and sister, 10 and 11, for the Jewish people. Then the fullness of Israel will come in. Seven-year great tribulation, the Bible calls it Jacob's trouble. And Jacob will be wounded because Jacob is waiting for Messiah. But the first Messiah is a son of the devil imitating the Lord, the real Messiah, who come and says to Paul in the temple as God, as God, as Messiah. And the Jewish people, when you, Jesus said in Matthew 24 to the Jewish people now, in the nation, when you see the abomination sitting in the holy place, flee to the mountain, he says. Don't go back to take anything from you. Flee, 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 run, 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 run. Why? Because the Antichrist is going to go into the temple of God. It's going to sit in the temple of God as God, as Messiah, pretending to be a Messiah. My brother and my sister, and the Jewish people are going to see that. My brother, the UN has signed a seven-year peace treaty. This September 21st, of 2023, past September 21st. And I wanted to know from the Lord if this peace treaty, international peace as they call it, they try to fake it. 
But it's what the Bible says that when they say peace and security, as the UN is saying, in 1 Thessalonians 5, 2, 5, 3, then sudden destruction will come upon them as a woman as a woman in travail, as a pregnant woman in travail. My brother and sister. Now, this peace treaty has been signed. The land of Israel has been divided. The Jewish the Jewish people wanted the the the, the Eastern part of Israel, the Eastern, believe it is. But they didn't got to get East Jerusalem. Viding and his team was able to persuade the Palestinian that they will get the West Bank legally their own and the Golan High legally their own, signed by all the nations through the UN. Barbara insisted. The first signing was the United States between Israel and the Palestinian. They did their own private signing. And then the UN through all the nations through the UN was signed as, a, as witnesses, is what they call it, witnessing. So what happened last September 21st of 2023 was a witnessing of the international peace that they signed that they already signed in secret in Netanyahu, Bahas, the leader of the Palestinian. And, and violence in them, the ambassador of the United States inviting them, and, and their total agreement. So now, now, my brother and sister, that this been signed, this peace treaty has been signed. Jerusalem has been divided. The Golden High belongs to the Jewish people, which are thousands of Jewish people there that have come from Africa and other countries in the Golden High. Home has been made there by Netanyahu. Not in area Sharon before he passed away. But now, my brother and sister, legally through the UN, it belongs to the Palestinians. Those people will have to move out. Some, some of the, the, the Arab nation has said on their television that the Jewish people living in the Golan Heights better move out or we will move them out. My brother and sister, now the Israelite... Um, the Jewish people will have to move their own people out of their own land and find a place for them. Until this moment, no place has been found by the Jewish authority yet for them. And no talks about it. I believe there's a rabbi offering his land for them in Israel. He has, I believe it's a hundred acres or more. And he offered that home will be built there for those people. So I hope that the authority in Israel will take that into consideration and, and will start building home for these people quickly from the Golden High because there will be bloodshed in Israel. I believe 2024, the first, January 1st of 2024, I believe it is, when they are going to, days are being uh, moved, some say the 4th, some say the 1st of 2024, and the reason is because it has to be legally approved by the Jewish authority in Israel, my brother and sister. But, they are agreeing for January 1st, first month of January of 2024, the first quarter, first month, where they will sign, where they would begin the division officially. Uh, the Palestinians will get the certificate from the UN. Israel will get the certificate for the UN. Uh, some of the rabbi has said that after they sign it back in the 21st of September, they will, the next day, the 22nd, they will immediately begin the third temple the building of the third temple because that gives them legal uh, agreement signing of the paper 
that they will begin the third temple. Now, some have said, which I'm not sure about this, but is that now the Dome of the Rock can be removed. It's the word. Because as the Palestinians agreed to leave that land for the Jewish people, while they get the West Bank legally their own and the Golden High legally their own, then the Dome of the Rock legally become for the Jewish people now. It's what is being said. Now, some of the rabbis say that they don't need to touch the, the people that are going to construct the third temple believe that the Dome of the Rock don't need to be touched. They can stay there while they still can build the, 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 the third temple. But it is believed by the old rabbi back from the 1800s, I believe, and earlier, 1700s, that the Dome of the Rock, God had told them to destroy it before they took over the land of Israel. That he told them that before they go, before they went and took uh, Israel unto themselves in 1948, that the Dome of the Rock should, should have to be destroyed. The friends, and, and the friends helped the, the, the Arab build the Dome of the Rock for themselves. And so they have kept it for them for hundreds of years. But God said to the Jewish people that before Israel became a nation, and took their, their land in 1948 that the Dome of the Rock should be destroyed. Which they did now. They left that as a, and that's a curse before God. Because that's, that's an idol. Actually, biblically, that's a temple as considered to our, another God. So, that has to be destroyed. If we go back to the Old Testament, the king that came after Solomon, which God used to destroy uh, these homes and the high places that they built for veil, the Dome of the Rock is, has the same, same significance. And I know some people will not agree. It's okay. It's okay. Love thy enemy. If you think of me as your enemy for, for saying this, love me. But I tell you this, it is a curse for the Jewish people to have the Dome of the Rock there. It has to be destroyed. And it will be destroyed in the Great Tribulation. That's a fact of the matter. Some people will have to see their belief. They will see that come to pass in the great tribulation. My brother and my sister. So yes, officially January is where the, the Jewish people are looking into, the Jewish authority are looking into signing, uh, get, getting the certificate from the UN. It's going to take them at least three months. What they said from September 21st, three months ahead. And they, they consider about January 1st, even if they get it in December. To make it official, the certificate from the United Nations to begin the construction of the third temple. My brother and my sister, right away they have all the machinery, they have all the money, the gold and everything. The first temple, it is to be built. Now, the Bible says that it will be constructed in times of trouble, which I was showing someone. That means it has to be constructed right in the Great Tribulation. The Great Tribulation... <coughs> excuse me, has to begin in order for the third temple to begin the construction. That's what it says in the book of Daniel. My brother says, I believe it's Daniel 9. Okay? Or Daniel 7, either one. It will be constructed, the street will be constructed, says Daniel, in times of trouble. Okay? The wall, some say. The temple will be constructed in time of trouble, says Daniel, my brother and my sister. 
That means that trap was Jacob's trap that he's referring to. The great tribulation. Jacob's trap comes from Jeremiah and Isaiah. So Daniel was very aware about Jeremiah and Isaiah later on. Because Daniel comes later on. So when he says that it will be constructed in times of trouble, he's talking about what Isaiah and Jeremiah prophesied. My brother and my sisters. So it will be constructed in times of trouble during the Great Tribulation, which is, you know, some people believe it's the beginning of the Great Tribulation. Because it's trouble, Great Tribulation. Right at the beginning of the Great Tribulation, because the Bible talks about the Antichrist in the middle of the Great Tribulation of three and a half years, sitting in the holy place which is the third temple. So that means that by three and a half years, it's going to be fully constructed, fully operational, is the word. The third temple will be fully operational during the three and a half years because that's when the Antichrist comes, sits in the temple, and stops the sacrifice, says Daniel. He's going to stop the sacrifice. Why? Because he wants the sacrifice. Every time they make sacrifice, they worship God. He wants worship. Okay? He says in the temple of God, he stops the sacrifice in the middle of the three and a half years. And at the very moment, that's when the true Jewish one, this is where the Jewish, there's going to be a separation of the true Jewish people and the one that are not. Because the true Jewish people who believe in the sacrifice unto the Lord, which God ordered through Moses and Aaron and them, are going to see the sacrifice being stopped. And Jesus said, flee unto the mountain. That's when they're going to obey what Messiah said in Matthew 24. Flee unto the mountain. When they see the abomination of desolation sitting in the holy place. That's the Antichrist in the third temple sitting. And when they see that, they will discern he's not of God. Because they immediately will discern he's an abomination. He is a simple thing, is the word. He's a very, abomination means the highest sin in the Bible. God calls the highest sin abomination, higher. Above is, hallelujah, above, above. Abomination, above is the word. The show word for abomination is above. Top, on top. The top sin of all is abomination. So he's sitting in the holy place as God, seeking worshiping. Paul said to the Thessalonians, my brother and sister. So he, he wants to be God. He wants to be God. He wants to call himself God. And he says in the temple, calling himself God, the true Jewish people, when they see that, because you, all, you shall only praise the Lord thy God. God told them in the Old Testament, that shall only serve thy Lord thy God. That's why Jesus said to the rich man, what is the commandment? What is the commandment? Love the Lord with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind, and with all thy understanding. And, and he quoted that to Jesus. And then Jesus told him to, to keep those commandments. Go and sell everything and give it to the poor. Because if you love God with everything you have, your own, even your strength, the Bible says, then what you have belongs to God. All you have, all you are. Because your heart, your soul... Your body was given to you by God. Your mind, your strength. God made you in his image. That means what you, who you are and what you have belongs to God. So go and give what you have to the poor. Oh, and he didn't mean just the money. 
He meant all his life, dedication. When you have a ministry for the poor, it takes all your life, all your dedication, all your consecration to the Lord, to your God. Take your entire life, body, soul, and spirit, and your love for the God, and your dedication to the poor, or your strength. So go give all you have to the poor. Give your money to the poor. And he was thinking more about the money. That means his whole body was not consecrated. My brother and sister, he knew the commandment, but he was not consecrated unto the Lord. Consecration unto the Lord, giving everything unto the Lord, giving yourself unto the Lord completely. And that's what holiness and righteousness is. That's why without holiness, no one will fear the Lord. Because holiness is being on fire for Jesus. Look warm is not being on fire. It's having some fire knowledge of God, but having some fire only. Not total dedication. Which God wants from each and one of us. My brother and my sister. Thank you, Lord. So in heaven, we knew that what we were thinking on the earth before we got rash of the pasture was not the right thinking. Was not the mind of Christ. The will of God. That the will of God was what Jesus said to us. That the rapture will be sooner than what you're thinking. The rapture is going to be sooner than what we're thinking. Even us, the bride of Christ, who think that we have an idea when. Paul talks about discerning when, the time and the season. Brethren, that I will tell you not, he said. And that we immediately think that we know. And, and why Jesus gave a sign is for us to know through the sign that is closed, but not specifically the day and hour. And a lot of people assume that because they can see the sign, they can discern the sign, that they immediately know the day and hour. No, because the day and hour pertain to God. And God has the, the power to stop time, pause time, and reverse time. And forward time. He has the power. Lord, show me this in heaven. So, it is impossible to know. Like if God wants to turn the clock five years back, an example, seven years. How can we tell? We cannot tell because we have no control. Has he done it? Yes, he has done it. Yes, yes, he has turned the clock and reversed. He showed me this in heaven. Did we notice that he turned the clock? No, we haven't. And he done it. My brother and sister, he has done it. He has turned the clock backward. They have, we have not even noticed. My brother, we may feel things different. We may see things like, well, what's going on? Sometimes don't you feel like you don't even know if time is going by. It's going, and then we say time is going by so fast. And time might be even stop, and we think it's going by fast. God help us. We know so little. We know so little that we barely know nothing. We got to thank God for Jesus who's loving and patient with us. My brother and sister. Because I really wonder how God can, can deal with us. The way we think, the way we behave, the way we are. My brother and sister. Because we are difficult, I say. God may say no. Because since for him all things are possible. But let me tell you why I understood Jesus said 
that the rapture is going to be sooner than we're thinking. I'm going to tell you why I understood this in heaven. Because when you are in eternity, when you compare our time here on this earth to an eternity that is so long, that is endless, to this time, when you compare it, then you look into our time and you'll see almost nothing. A dot, an example. You're like, how can we, how can we on our thought that it took so long for the rapture? In heaven, when you see it, you see nothing. Wow, what were we thinking? Compared to eternity, this time that we're waiting, it's nothing. Nothing at all. My brother and sister, God have mercy on us. Nothing at all. Nothing, my brother and sister. My Lord, my God, compared to eternity. So God is asking us to be obedient, to consecrate ourselves, to patiently wait on the Lord. He's saving but a few more because he decided no one will perish. A few more he's bringing into the ark of Christ. And he's going to save. He's going to fulfill his promise to us. He made promise to us on the cross. He made a pact with us, an agreement, a signature, a blood, and life He made with us that His promise to us He'll fulfill. The heaven and earth will pass, but He will fulfill. My brother and sister, we have a blood agreement with the Lord on the cross. An eternal, the Bible calls it in the book of Hebrew, pact. That God looks at every day. That God cannot ignore. Cannot be taken for granted in heaven. Heaven talks about the rapture, the bride of Christ every day. Because they know that God cannot lie. God cannot deceive anyone. That whatever God, whatever promise God made, he fulfilled. So his promise are true, amen. My brother and my sister. He fulfilled his promise. And he's going to show us the way. He's going to show us his love. Non-ending love and mercy. That endure forever. My brother and my sister. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Lord. What an awesome God we serve. Thank you Yeshua. He loves us. Think about his love every day for you. That he was willing to go to the cross for you. Die. Shed his blood for you. Die, my brother and sister. He was willing because he loves us so much with agape love. Thank you, Lord. If you are sick, think about by, by his stripe, by his wound, you are healed. As he was being wounded, he cried. He prayed, Father, have mercy. Because they know not what they do as they beat him, as they wounded him. That you and I might be healed. God help us. That we will be healed by his stripe, by his wound, we are healed. If you are sick, pray that, believe that, apply that to your life, your own life. Read Isaiah 53, 5. That he took upon himself our infirmity, our sickness, our pain, our suffering, our sorrow. All that what it means. And it means a lot to us and it means a lot to him. 
My brother and sister, he's with us. Will never leave us. He said he will never forsake us. He will not abandon us. He said he will be for us, with us every day of our life. Thank you, Jesus. I want to pray for you. I'm going to ask some other audio of, of, of the Lord coming. Brothers and sisters on YouTube who are motivated, waiting for that great day. As some people call them. I will ask some other audio today. Listen to the next audio following. Be encouraged to know that Jesus is about to return. Jesus is about to come for us in bride. My brother and sister, this Sunday afternoon, that God gives us the blessing to be in his presence, to be seeking him, to be spending time with him. Our Father loves us. As he showed me this morning how much he loves us and watch over us and take care of us. Our Father in heaven. Hallelujah. Jesus says to his disciples, when thou pray, pray to your Father in heaven. Our Father in heaven, holy be thy name. Hallelujah. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us our daily bread. Forgive our sins as we forgive others. Lord, I pray in Jesus' name that you will bless anyone who will listen to this testimony, who will listen to this message, bless their life. If there anyone sick, heal them. Lord, that by your strife, by your wound, they are healed, Lord. I pray healing over the life. Lord Jesus, heal them by your strife, by your wound. Deliver them from any bondage and every change, Lord. Bring into their heart of life the desire to serve you, the desire to seek you, to walk in holiness and righteousness before you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Yeshua's name we pray for obedience. To be an obedient in the last days, O oh Lord. To be an obedient unto you and your commandment, Jesus. Help us to be obedient, to be holy, to be righteous, to be pure for your name. In your name, Jesus, we pray for your glory, your honor, and praise, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your love. Thank you for your mercy. Keep us, protect us, deliver us, Lord. Answer our prayer, Jesus. Prepare us for your, for your return, Jesus, for the bride of Christ. Prepare our life, our heart. Cleanse us by your blood and your holy fire. In Jesus' name we pray. Bless us, O Lord, and keep us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Yeshua. Thank you, Jehoshua. Two of our children have had dreams in regards to end times um, and war. And um, I have dreams, and my husband has visions. And so I'm going to start off with... Um, a message that I received, and it was actually a message that was, this is the very first message that I received in regards to World War III. I had no clue about it prior to that, and so it was a message about World War III, and um, and it had to do with um, that there's going to be nuclear weapons involved, that America is coming under judgment for turning away from from the Lord and that we will be attacked by Russia and nuclear weapons. And the Lord came to me and said that this is a message for my brother. I had another dream in which I was I was in a, in a house that it wasn't my own. I don't know where I was, but I was with my family. I felt like maybe there were some other people there. And I just felt like, I felt like the Lord 
jolt my heart, like he was trying to get my attention. And I felt, I felt, I heard all this static in my head. And I felt like that static was, the Lord was telling me to turn the radio on. And so I turned the radio on and, um, and the, on the radio, it said, um, you know, it was talking about Russia and it was saying, um, about moving. And I knew the Lord was telling me that, um, we were getting ready to be attacked and that we were supposed to go to a different location. And so um, I just remember scrambling to pack and, and trying to quickly leave. Last week I had, I had a dream where I was, I was, um, I was a soldier and I, I wasn't, I didn't feel like I was in America for some reason. I don't know where I was. Um, and I, I was captured. Um, I was captured by um, a, a different different armed armed um, soldiers, and I and I don't know what country they were from. And I just remember being taken to this room with these other women and uh, being questioned. And I knew in my heart that um, I was going to be killed. And they were being really nice to me, but I knew that this was just a front to get information out of me. And I knew that I was going to be killed afterwards. And and then I went to, they were taking me to a different location. Um, I had all this peace inside um, uh, that only could come from the Lord at the time, even though I knew that where they were taking me, that's where I was going to be killed. And then in the same same dream, I it, it completely changed scenery. And I, I now was in America, and I wasn't a soldier. And I was um, I was at my husband's grandmother's farm, and we were well. It was just me, and I was I was looking from a distance, and in the distance, I could see this really large trench, and it was a really huge trench, and there were these tanks, military tanks, and I they were they were shooting into the trench, and I felt in my heart that they were shooting at people. Um, I just had this feeling that there were people in the trench. Um, but after the after the tanks left, I I went to the trench to see who like who was in there, and I didn't see any people. I only saw cows in there, and because uh, there are cows at this farm, and I only saw dead cows in this trench and and no people, and so. Um, and then there was another part of the dream where I, um, I followed these tanks to see where they were going. And I remember crawling inside of like a storm dream to, to try to hide and from these tanks. And, but I, I remember the feeling that they knew I was in, in the drain and in the storm drain and that, that I was going to be killed. And I, I didn't know how they knew I was in this storm drain. And, and so when I woke up from this dream, I, I did some research because I, I remembered what the tanks looked like. And I, I had never looked up tanks to see, you know, military tanks to see what countries have what tanks, what they look like. And these tanks were distinct and they had, they were this camo pattern. And I, I started looking up the U.S. and Russian um, tanks and uh, the U.S. tanks were just solid in color, and, and, and the Russian tanks, when I looked those up, it was 
it was a Russian tank, a military tank. And so that was um, the last dream that I've had. And so in regards to my husband's vision, he uh, he's only had visions one time and they all came in, in the same night. Um, he said he didn't really sleep much at all that night. And, and so this happened probably about a month ago. How my husband's vision started was he, 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 he got up, he woke up and, uh, he was just laying there praying. And next thing he knew, um, he saw this Bible and this Bible, the pages were just flipping really fast. And, and, and then the pages just stopped and then he, um, it stopped at particular scripture and and whenever he was looking at the scripture he only could see like he could see like there was a bunch of writing but he it was he was just focused he was just focused on specific scripture that the Lord was trying to show him and so it was two pieces of scripture that he was shown um, that night and um, those two pieces of scripture are Acts 217 so I'm going to turn there and Acts 2.17 says, um, And it shall come to pass in the last day, in the last days, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophecy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall see dreams, and or shall have dreams. And so this was the first one that the Lord brought him to. I feel like the Lord was telling him that this is the time of the end and that he, um, this is why he's getting visions. And um, the second piece of scripture that he was brought to was Revelation. And it was Revelation 6.15. And it reads, And the kings of the earth, and the great men, and the rich men, and the chief captains, and the mighty men, and every bondman, and every freeman hid themselves in dens and in the rocks of the mountains, and said to the mountains and rocks, Fall on us, and hide us from the face of him that sitteth on the throne, and from the wrath of the Lamb. And then um, that was the last thing he saw in the Bible. Um that God was showing him, and then the scenery changed. And then he was standing on top of this hill, and he was looking in the distance. And in the distance, he could see the mountain where Camp David is. And um, Camp David is the underground bomb shelter for the president. And he, he was looking at this mountain, and he said all of a sudden multiple missiles were fired at Camp David and he just saw missile after missile after missile hit Camp David and he said um, he just remembers feeling in his heart that that the whoever was in that bomb shelter wasn't going to get out um, he just felt that in his heart and that was um, so those were the two the two visions that my husband had um, I'll, I'll now tell you about my daughter, my daughter, and her um, and her dreams. Um, now, my daughter has been walking with the Spirit of God for years, and 
I didn't even realize it. I didn't even know what it meant to be born again. I thought I considered myself a Christian. I had no clue. I didn't know all of the things that she was doing were, um, you know, all the things that she was changing in her life were, was because that the Holy Spirit was convicting her. And probably about four or five years ago, she had a dream. And in this dream, she remembers being prepared. She, she knew she was being prepared by the Lord to fight and it was a spiritual battle and she was going to be in, in, in God's army and she was going to be fighting the forces of evil in her dream. And this was many years ago. Well, many years ago, four or five years ago, not really many, but anyway, but, uh, that was the first dream that she had. And recently, this was just, um, last week, she had this dream where she saw this map and on the map, she saw all of our streams and lakes and rivers and all of our bodies of water. And then she saw all of them start to recede and they were all drying up and there was, there was no more water. And she felt the Lord telling her that God will provide for his people, that she shouldn't worry that God was going to provide for his people. And, and then um, the scene switched and she um, she saw uh, one of her family members, and I'm not going to say who, but this family member became really disoriented, and it was as though they were possessed. And that person began to transform into an evil giant, and then this person went to the cities to harm people. And... Um, that was the end of her dream, her dreams that she's had recently. And my my son, uh, he's he's only eight, and um, the things that have, uh, you know, how God has been working in his heart has been crazy. Uh, he will feel the Holy Spirit. He he'll feel all this warmth inside. He'll tell me how, Mom, I just feel all this warmth inside, and I just love God. I just love Jesus so much, Mom, uh, and it just warms my heart. And so, um, he has felt the need to talk to certain people about the Lord. He feels like the Holy Spirit guiding him to do so. Um, he's had a message for me. Um, there was uh, when I first got the message about you know, World War Three and the nuclear bombs, and I started to realize that the end times are coming. I actually was hoping in my heart that I was going to be taken out with one of the nuclear bombs. I thought, oh, it'd be nice just to be taken out quickly and, and you know, not to have to, you know, to suffer through the tribulation. And so there was this one night that, that my son came up to me and he said, Mom, I have a message I have to tell you. And he said, the Lord wants you to know that if you have faith, that he will protect you from those bombs. And, oh, it just, I felt like that message meant so much more than that. It, I I do have faith that God would protect me if that's his will. And, but I felt like the message meant more because God knew that my in my heart I was hoping to go out with one of these bombs. And I felt like this was God telling me, this is not your time. This is not my, that's not my will for you you have a job to do and that job is to save souls and I feel like he's preparing me for something in the time of the end and I, I don't really know what what that is um, but I feel like that was a message of you know have 
your, your job's not done, and, and um, I need to have faith in, in God's will for me. I love you, friends. Uh, God bless. Um, this message wasn't meant to bring fear to anybody. Uh, it's, you know, I just have to share what the Lord has revealed to me. I, um, I had a dream, and this dream, I was back home in Toronto, and um, I was walking around a city street, and as I looked up, I could see warplanes flying overhead, and I just, for some reason, I knew that they were Russian planes, and that they were going towards the U.S., and um, I'm not sure exactly how I knew, but I knew, um, I knew wholeheartedly that it was Russia that was flying overhead, and they were not flying um, to Canada, but they were flying just past Canada and into the U.S., so uh, I shared that with Philip after he shared his, um, his revelation with me and um, just felt uh, confirmation with that. I have a crazy dream to tell you. If I do start crying, you know, it is what it is. But it was very serious and very, very sad to me. So I will be sharing that with you now. So the dream starts out. I'm walking into my grandparents, um, the grandparents on my dad's side. I open the door and my wife's parents are sitting in a living room. My daughter walks up from the doctor's office in my grandfather's room. He was a doctor. At the, um, at the, at the home, it was in, on the mid-level. She walks up and she's crying. I guess, what's the matter, honey? What's going on? She says, Rose's parents, they haven't told you? I'm like, I'm puzzled. She walks uh, me to the TV and Taiwan has been attacked and um, they're being slaughtered. She looks at my uh, my wife's parents and says, the Philippines, the phone lines have all been hijacked. They're dead. Nobody can get through to anybody. Um, they can't get a hold of Rose's grandma. That's my wife's uh, grandparents. Um, the news cuts to a, uh, the news cuts to a special report that North Korea has sent ICBMs to Japan and two have been shot down already, um, but exploded and believed to be of a nuclear force off of Hawaii. Um, they're telling people to shelter in place, and they show on the TV people running from the beach. For fear of imminent uh, catastrophe, prevailing winds will push fallout towards all major cities and military installments. My dad walks down from the upstairs and is crying. He's holding my youngest son, um, Kylo. So, um, I ask, where's Bodhi? And he, he's like, Bodhi's in school. Um, I'm like, well, we have to go get him. Like, what do you mean? Um, so we go, um, I run to the door to get to the car, and I see tanks are down at the end of the street. Um, the, uh, the way that the tanks are moving, you can see their exhausts, black, you know, black filling the air. The Humvee comes down from the mountain my grandparents lived on, and I go to get in my car instead. I run to the Humvee and ask for the military, for a military escort to pick up my son. Um, is it okay if you guys take me to the, you know, the school, pick up my kid real fast? Um, the soldier from uh, the back window explains, an EMP has been detonated above the clouds of the United States. Then says, all buses have been ordered to Fort Dix. Um, it's a protection act, and they said like 4423 of the Government uh, Protection Act. Um, it is now in motion for the future of American values and humanity. Uh, I go and run back into the house, but now I'm standing in like military camo at my house, at my parents' house where they live. Um, the sky is orange. It's like the sun is setting. I'm looking for my wife. Uh, I have like an M14 uh, machine gun in my arms. Uh, the front door is locked. So I run to the backyard and I see my mom and she's like crying her eyes out. I'm like, what's, mom, what's up, man? What's going on? And then I see the, 
I see, I be in front of her, I see like boots stand, you know, sitting there um, with a helmet on top of them. Uh, my mom says, your father, you know, he really loved your kids. Um, I look around, like kind of look up, like what, like what's going on? And the houses around me are all boarded up, as if people aren't living them anymore or something. I don't know. Um, the sense was that like a lot of people had died. My youngest runs up and says, I miss Poppy. And I really miss Bodie. That's my middle son. Um, the one that he took before Dick's in the dream. I start to kind of cry. Like I'm getting upset. The sense is that everyone's dead. And I go, Where, ma, where's Kylo, mommy? Or where, Kylo, where's mommy? He looks up with a face of true devastation and being broken. His mommy's fighting the war in heaven now. So we can all be happy again. A soldier, a soldier comes up behind me and says, Lucifer is losing, sir. The Antichrist uh, killed a lot of good people and the only uh, made God's army stronger. And for that, we'll have a place to go, you know, when we do die. Um, the war in heaven is just getting worse and worse, but the, God's army is getting bigger and stronger. And I kind of was walking to the front of the house and then I, I woke up. But I just wanted to tell you guys about that dream and... Um, the whole Taiwan thing is weird because I keep having these dreams that come true about all this stuff. So I don't know. I love y'all. Talk to y'all soon. As you can see, kind of the dream kind of broke me up. I'm kind of upset about it. But um, I love y'all. I had a very strong vision. It wasn't a dream. It was a vision. And I was taken up by a very powerful angel and taken to New York. And he took me up in this high-rise building. And at the very top, we were looking from that point towards the city. I could see the city of Manhattan. And the angel was talking to me. I just cannot remember the words. But he was talking about words of judgment. That's this much I know. And he was showing me everything that would take place in New York. And he started to show me through, through uh, uh, from this high rise a uh, nuclear war attack coming onto New York. And, and missiles were raining upon New York. And I could see in slow motion, I could see each building pulverized as it was coming down. People had no time to run. People had no time to escape. This came suddenly. Suddenly in an hour, as he tells us in Revelation 18, it came suddenly, folks. And it was so devastating and so much. It was the entire city was being destroyed, utterly destroyed. I saw the Brooklyn Bridge, which is a bridge made out of steel. It snapped in like twigs in four pieces and, and it fell to the water. Like twigs that just snapped. The, the, the violence of this attack was so strong and the, the amount of missiles that were coming down was so severe. And everything was being pulverized before my eyes. And I'm, I'm watching all of this in horror. And as I'm watching all of this, I see a major tsunami, like a major tsunami come up. 
and swallow up. It was swallowing up Manhattan. And like I said, the sky was totally gray, full of smoke, black, full of uh, missiles, uh, warplanes. Um, all I can describe is like warplanes. I don't know if there were uh, drones, but it was a massive, massive attack taking place. And people had no escape. They had no. They could not run. Building after building after building after building. And this is what was shown to me. For the Lord warns his people. Before he brings judgment, he warns his people. I'm not telling you what to do. You have to seek the Lord and ask him what to do. He will tell you what to do. But I tell you that it is dire that you seek him. The Lord is warning his people with very strong messages to get his people to come back to him. He loves us. He adores us. And he doesn't want for any man to perish. It's for us to come to him and obey. Obey his word. Obey his commandments. Just a couple nights ago, the Lord actually gave me a dream, and this is how it goes. So my wife and I were ministering to a woman who we know, and we immediately felt a violent shake in the house. We run outside, look up, and I see that the streets from the distance, there's just black smoke just covering the skies. And when I start to see the smoke, me and my wife, our stomachs turned, and we immediately knew, oh my gosh, it's here. The Lord warned us and it's here. The invasion is starting. And right when I looked up, I saw a Russian jet plane with a bunch of missiles on it swoop down and do a, a bombing pass over a freeway. I look to the right and I see the freeway and it's pretty much all across the United States. But these freeways were absolutely jam-packed with cars. As far as you could see, there were cars on top of cars on top of cars and people were honking and panicking and trying to escape. And the Russians blew up the freeway and it blew up all the cars. And when it blew up, me and my wife ran back inside, sat down and were like, well, we have to submit to what they're gonna do. And so the Holy Spirit took me in the spirit to show me what it will be like with the Russians ruling over us. And to put it quite simply, absolute lawlessness and affliction and I just saw how absolutely lawless it's going to be when the Russians rule over the United States so when I woke up from this dream it literally felt like a physical bomb went off right next to me my body was shaking my ears were just about ringing and I'm not gonna lie to you there was like a panic of war upon me I'm just being honest as if I was just in a battlefield and the Lord just pulled me out and threw me into back into real life and I was just completely shaken up and the Holy Spirit started talking to me. And he said, the weak Christians won't make it. When bad things happen, the weak Christians are the ones who get an attitude when things don't go their way. He said, get used to all night prayer nights and get used to fastings. Get used to this so that when they invade, you have the spiritual stamina to respond correctly. I had a very vivid dream. In this dream, I had an individual uh, whom I personally know who's in my family come to me. Uh, in this dream, and he says, "Have you? Uh, you need to check the news out." And I said, "Why? What's going on?" He said, "It's on all over the radio. It's on television." I said, "What is it?" He said, "You need to go turn the television on." I said, "Okay, okay, okay." And I turn on the television, um, and what I'm going to show you, and I try to find a an image that would best depict what I saw in my dream. 
So this is the best thing I could find, and I'll elaborate a little bit more on this as I'm talking about this. But let me, I'm going to show you what, um, and this, this is an image um, of America being invaded. Uh, and in this image, they're being invaded from the west and from the east. But in the dream, I saw a map just like this. Now, I didn't see, I didn't see these towers right here, so this wasn't in there, but I saw I saw from the, uh, from the west, from the east, and from the north. There was nothing coming from the south, okay? Uh, in this dream, I heard the newscast, uh, the news broadcaster said, ladies and gentlemen, we are witnessing extraordinary events that are taking place in America. Uh, it is apparent that we are being invaded, and I heard this in my dream, and he said, if there was ever a time to pray, it would be now. That's all I heard in this dream. Now, here's where it gets crazy. Ready? Again, I saw there was an invasion coming from the west, from the east, and it was coming from the north. And it was, and I want to say this, this is where it became detailed. It was air and sea. Again, let me say that again. It was air and sea. I saw bombers and warships, submarines. Uh, again, warships, submarines, and bombers. Uh, it was coming from, in, 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 these uh and again it was on the news we were sitting here watching this on the news and you could see them coming in from the west they were coming in from the east and they were coming in from the north there was nothing coming in from the south now guys here's where it gets chilling when i saw the you know these different types of military vehicles and so on and so forth when uh, they were like zoomed in it was amplified to me and this is what i saw i saw i saw the colors on uh, the 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 uh, the nation that was invading us, I was permitted to see the colors, and this is what I saw, guys. That is the colors, uh, and everybody knows what that is. That that was very bold. It was bright, and I saw those this color. This is the color of Russia's flag. I have nothing to gain from this. If anything, uh, I know that I'm going to gain a lot of scoffing from it. So, But as a watchman, I have to come out and I have to uh, say what I did see. The dream started where the other one left off. In this dream, in the next dream, dream number two, I'm over in the uh, northern part of Los Angeles, what they call the San Fernando Valley, and that's where you have like your suburbs and you know, your neighborhoods and whatnot. What I saw was chaos. People running around, citizens, Angelinos, if you will, running around everywhere, all over, uh, crying, screaming, in total panic like I've never seen in my life, not even in the movies. And there were soldiers. Uh, they, were par they were paratrooping, uh, parachuting on, on, onto the streets. They were running around everywhere. It seems like the whole place had been invaded. And like I said... I couldn't tell you what the uniforms were for some reason. I, I couldn't even tell you the nationality of the foreign troops that had invaded. But for some reason, in my heart, I believed it was like Chinese and Russian troops. But then once again, for some reason, I was in doubt. I, I, I doubted myself. I doubted the Lord. I doubted. I, I thought, man, man, this is crazy. I'm just a regular guy. And I said, well, Lord, if, if this is real, if this is totally real, give me one more dream. One more dream and I'll believe it, Lord. And I fell asleep while I was saying that. And lo and behold, a third dream in a row. A 
pretty much exactly the same thing. And in this third dream, it showed it was more like I got to – it was more chaotic, more destruction had occurred, and it seemed like this kept going on and on. It wasn't a one-day thing, and people were running around, and now people like are in hiding and stuff like that. Everybody was shocked. That, that's, that's what the biggest feeling was, was shocked. No one could believe that this was actually happening, that this was happening to us because we've never really been attacked except for like, you know, the Alamo, Pearl Harbor, that sort of thing. Um, oh, and of course 9-11. But, you know, nothing like this magnitude where there's troops running around like this, this magnitude. I was just shocked, shocked when I woke up. And I knew, I knew it was just, just like the other dreams were, it just seemed so, so real. And this time I didn't really pray pray and say, oh, well, Lord, you know, give me another dream or whatever. But I thought it. In the fourth dream, it was more of the same, and it sh- but, it, but it showed people in their homes. And they're in their homes, and they're trying to hide. Everyone's trying to hide by now, and more and more troops are coming in, foreign troops invading more and more and more. It was a total invasion of the United States. The skies were filled with planes. Bombs were dropping. It was a total surprise attack. So it was more of the same on that dream. More. I could see the intensity of the of the plan of the attack. And it was a well-planned attack. I mean, we were overwhelmed. And it was evident that the United States was falling. That, that, that was the thing in the dream. And it was evident that this was the end times. In my dream, we were actually in Hilton Head. Um, we were not in Orange Beach. We were in Hilton Head, and my family was there, my mom and dad and my sisters and my, you know, my husband and my kids. Um, and we were out on the beach, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, dr- uh, bombs started dropping all around us. And mass chaos ensued, as you would expect. Um, everybody's freaking out, and we couldn't figure out uh, exactly who was responsible for dropping the bombs, but we knew that it was from somewhere over in the east. It was either China or Russia. Um, we, I, we just had this sense that the East is attacking the West. And so we, we mass chaos, every screaming things, um, you know, bom- like the bombs were hitting the sand and just exploding and exploding and exploding, and it wouldn't stop. And so we all ran to our cars, and we were, um, uh, we were trying to get out of the area, and all of the roads started shutting down. This is my first YouTube video, and uh, the reason that I decided to make this video was that my wife sent me a text message with um, a Bible verse in Ezekiel here, and uh, I just wanted to, to sh- be able to share a dream that I had, because if I don't, then I didn't do my job. Um, so basically, I, I I wanted to share this dream that I had maybe about a week ago. I, w- I had this dream that I was walking um, outside of my parents' neighborhood and was walking on the sidewalk down a two-way street. And um, to the right of me, there is uh, conservation land. To the left, there's conservation land. And all of a sudden, while I'm walking, I see that... Um, out of the blue sky comes out an airplane. But basically there was like three or four fighter jets that were swarming around this one bigger airplane. And I saw, you know, in my mind, I don't know if it was at that point, but I felt that that was like 
an attack from Russia to the United States. Uh, while we're walking, I'm, I tell my wife and whoever's with me, let's go to the woods or, you know, let's hide out in the woods. And, and no, and, you know, we're kind of like in discussion. And all of a sudden from behind us, from the distance, are like a troop of these uh, black jeeps. Black jeeps come up on us. And it was too late, you know, to execute a plan to run to the woods. I'm going to recommend that you look at Amos chapter 3, and it talks about, you know, a land that is under judgment is going to be destroyed. And then it talks about an army that God raises for for punishment, for for judgment. If I can look at that prophecy as and apply it to the times that we're living in, America is the land that is going to be judged. And... Russia is going to be the country to bring the judgment. I'm, I'm a patriot. I love America. I love, you know, the Constitution and the Founding Fathers. And I was born in the USA. I'm an American, and I love my people, perfect or not. We don't love sin, of course, right? But I believe that there's a strong military out there going to bring the judgment and I believe that's going to be Russia so I had a dream that the United States was invaded by Russia and China on the west coast the Russians were in charge of the war on the east coast China was in charge of it the Russians attacked the state of Washington through Canada by submarine they attacked California and wiped out my whole family. They devastated California with their attack. I saw China in Florida and going through New York. But with the Chinese, I saw Cubans. The Chinese were issuing orders to them. And I saw Cubans and Venezuelans coming through Mexico and into Arizona, Texas, and what was up to California. And uh, this one, I had two nights in a row, so I feel pretty much worried about this one man did I have a dream I had a dream that I was living on a Air Force base why I don't know I'm not in the Air Force never have been that I was living on an Air Force base me and my dog all of a sudden the buildings start collapsing I'm like what in the world is going on you know I'm like end of the world type stuff you know well then there's like Russian fighter planes <coughs> Uh, flying over top of those buildings as they're falling down. I'm like, oh, heck, we're being invaded. Last night I had a very troublesome dream. I wasn't afraid in the dream at all, which is very important, but I just want to let you know that, um, yeah, we're going to be invaded at some point in the future, and it's going to be... They're going to be everywhere. I saw myself trying to drive but for some reason I couldn't drive 
I was walking. So like every road that I was trying to go down, I saw helicopters, choppers, like, and they weren't our people. They were another country. And so I saw them, the soldiers, um, marching down the street, kind of going after people. They were not shooting at everybody. And I, I had the feeling that they wanted to minimize conflict. This is not a normal dream that I would have. So I saw soldiers. I saw a clear invasion in America. This was nowhere else. This was America. I had a dream that around the coastline of the United States, between the Jersey coastline to the coastline of Florida, Texas, and California, all around surrounding the, our country, that you had uh, warships surrounding our country. And you had Russians and Chinese troops in our land. And they were out and about shooting people. And uh, now, within the dream, I'm telling my daughter about the dream. And when I'm telling her, there's a map that just comes out of nowhere. And I can look at the map and I can see where all the warships are located. So now I go put on a bag and I go to evangelize. And I felt like the Lord was telling me, just go. And I had, I was walking, it was dark, and I was walking the streets. And I had no clue where I was going. I ended up in this huge open courtyard. And uh, there was people there. So I started warning people about uh, what was coming. And people started to repent. People were sobbing. They were crying. And they were afraid of what was coming our way so then uh i started when i started telling them what was coming and telling them about my dream then i started to evangelize giving them the gospel and people were repenting and then i woke up get your family together and pray every night and pray for wisdom pray for discernment pray that god will just give you insight how to protect your family how to provide for your family, what to do. I believe the Lord is speaking. So many other people, my, my sisters have had several dreams about war and troops on ground in, in on the ground here. Yeah, about two months ago, I had a dream. I was on a beach and it was like really sunny outside and I was really close to the water and I saw all these ships and I was like, what are all these ships doing here? And there was a bunch of ships, like Navy ships, but I didn't know they were Navy, sh Navy ships until they got closer, lined up on this beach. And uh, I was like one of the only people close to the, like where the waves were hitting. And the rest of the beach was like empty. Like I didn't see anybody, maybe like a few people, like maybe three. And, uh, these ships got closer to the water and all of a sudden um, this ramp dropped on the ship like from the front like this and it, it hit the sand and all of a sudden a bunch of people came out of the ship and they were Chinese soldiers and they were wearing 
like blue and white camo uniforms and they had like bullpup rifles like type 95s or something um i think some of them have had bayonets and stuff and i think they even had like rocket launchers and stuff and i i was like shocked in the dream and there was a whole amphibious landing on this beach and all these ships came closer to the beach at the same time and they all dropped their ramps um at the same time and soldiers and vehicles were coming up even amphibious vehicles that were chinese and they were also blue and white like camo and uh in the dream i was shocked i was i didn't even know it was an invasion dream i just thought they were ships because i thought it was just swimming but it was an invasion and there were chinese soldiers coming onto the beach and i was like just shocked and uh in the dream i actually walked up in the ship and there was tons of other soldiers and more vehicles coming out of the ship and going down that ramp onto the the sand and i knew that america had been invaded and that it was about to get really bad but the next scene of the dream it wasn't the chinese it was the russians and I, i was looking up in the sky in the dream and there was an illusion 76 um uh plane or or jet and uh it was a russian and it's a it's a white plane it's what the paratroopers drop out of and on the back tail wing it has a russian flag and uh it's big so you can easily tell it's russian if you just look at the tail um you can see the flag and the plane is recognizable and i just saw parachutes um paratroopers coming out of the plane jumping out and then pulling the chutes and you could just see white parachutes all in the sky just lining the sky everywhere and uh i knew this dream was god showing me that war is on the horizon i keep being reminded and uh i wasn't even thinking about this when i had the dream but i did have the dream so i'm going to share it um because it's a warning but uh yeah every once in a while just keep getting them it's god just reminded me um that that's gonna happen you know um that war is on the horizon and uh it's gonna be really bad in the dream it was it was a dream dealing with america i heard people robbing each other they were breaking into each other's homes people were trying to steal things from cars on the street. People were stealing food. People were were absolutely trying to take things from each other, and they were doing it by force and willing to die for it. And all of a sudden, I looked at them, I said, what is going on? I grabbed my hand, and I said, what is going on? And all of a sudden, I saw China and Russia coming into the United States of America. I, I don't know that understand it, but they, they were military, they were uh, uh, soldiers, and they were coming in to maintain the peace. I don't, I don't know where the U.S. military was or anything like this, but they were coming in, and what they were doing was putting people in concentration camps. They were arresting people. Chinese soldiers and Russian soldiers were arresting people, and they were taking guns from everybody. 
I, I grabbed my face and I said, what? I said, what are Chinese soldiers and Russian soldiers doing in America? I had this dream, and it was so, so real. It felt so real. It was crazy. In the dream, I'm at Santa Monica. Uh, in Santa Monica, California, I'm over by, like, the pier, uh, which is, like, uh, it's got, like, a, seems like a fair carnival-type atmosphere at the pier. It's a real famous pier in Santa Monica, California, and it was in the daytime, and it was real sunny, and for some reason, I thought it, it was the weekend, you know, and everyone was just going about their business, and and what happened was we were looking out towards the ocean, and everyone was looking out there, and what we saw was like, like a foreign navy, and it was either like a Chinese navy, Chinese navy, or, or like a, the Russian navy, and it was all out there, and there were submarines out there that had surfaced, and they were just kicking it out there, and no one seemed alarmed. It, it was like uh, it was like entertainment. Everybody was looking at it, checking it out, and wondering, you know, what's that about and whatnot. And everyone started just going about their business and stuff, and just staring at it and wondering what it was all about. There was nothing in the news about it or anything. It was like a surprise. It just showed up, and it was huge. It was all over the ocean out there. And I thought, wow, what's that about? But for some reason, I just had a bad feeling about it. Then, all of a sudden, they started launching missiles, uh, all types of, like, missiles, um, bombs, so to speak, uh, towards the, the Lo entire Los Angeles area, the entire coast there, and, and of the Los Angeles area, that entire harbor there. And they started uh, bombing us, and people started panicking and running everywhere, you know, and then I woke up. This is what God showed me. He, he just struck me on my, my rib and said, wake up. And I woke up. I woke up. And uh, when I woke up, he said, look, and all of a sudden I'm wide awake. I'm not dreaming. I'm not half asleep. No, 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 no. I'm wide awake. I open my eyes. I see a big, big screen. Very big. Very, very big. One of these big screens. And I see a bear. A big bear rising up. And that bear, I see Siberia. Oh, Russia. I see in the middle of Siberia, that bear is waking up and is moving. It's moving. And then I say, in my heart, Lord, what is this? What is this? And he says, this is a Russian Siberian bear. It woke up eight years ago and it's going now to cause a lot of destruction. It's going to destroy in countries. It's going to come. It's going to destroy very, very much. It's just destruction, destruction, destruction. And it's not coming back. It's gone out like this. It's not coming back until it is destroyed completely and totally. It's not coming back. And then I say, God, it means it's the beginning of the end. And the Spirit was saying, yes. The bear went. 
And then he said, look in the north. And then I looked northward. I saw a white, 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 white bear, snow white bear. I said, Lord, that is a polar bear. And he says, yes. I said, who is that? He says, that's Russia again. I said, Russia, Siberia bear, and Russia polar bear? Yes. He says, that polar bear is following that Siberian bear to help it to destroy and distract wherever it's going to fight those countries. They are going to be mold they're gonna be just destroyed to total disaster it's just destruction is the, the game of these two polar bears they are going out to destroy and it's the beginning of the end yo i was very touched then he said look on the east so i looked on the east and then i saw red dragon rising up but it's not as big as this humongous dragon and the lord said yeah that was like eight years ago this dragon now is very very big and it's gonna be very 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 big and it's not gonna be easily to be challenged this is gonna be a mighty army it's called china is going to be very powerful. Very, very, very powerful. And it's going to go alongside the Siberian bear and the polar bear. they like going to cooperate in some form and they're just going to destroy. And they're not going to fight with each other. They're fighting others. And they say, Lord, this is the beginning of the end. And then, he said, look on the west. So I looked on the west, and then I saw a big lion, which is, is turning down into a smaller lion, and I see from its ears, it's a mountain lion. I said, who is this mountain lion now? He said, that's America. It's very big now, and it's still going to be, do a very big bang, pooh. A big bang and shake the world and then after that it's gonna slow down and go down and and reduce in size and ferocity and power and it's gonna go down it's not gonna be that lion again that intimidates every other animal it's gonna be a mountain lion much smaller have the characteristic of a lion but it's just a mountain lion and the forces that are going to play a major role in these last days is Russia and China, is the dragon and those bears, the polar bear and the Siberian bear. They are going to dominate and they're going to be on the, on the, on the platform or playground of the earth. They are the ones that are going to matter, that are going to, you're going to hear they're doing this, they're destroying there. And they are moving this, and nobody can stop them. Even Europe cannot stop them. It cannot. Nobody can stop them. Only God, only Jesus can stop them, and will come to stop their destruction. Not any other force will dare tackle these two. And especially the China one will be much, much ferocious, much more powerful. It will be so formidable. You don't 
even want to try and and fight with it. I'm a Malaysian who is currently living in Taiwan, but in this dream, I was in America. I was standing on the road. It it seemed like a busy road. People just walking around, and there were very tall buildings on my left and my right. Uh, I'm I'm estimating about I think 50 to 70 floors. And suddenly there was a bomb dropping right in front, somewhere right in front of my face, and caused a huge, 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 huge explosion. I've never seen anything like this before. The Lord has gave me many visions about Russia coming in war with the U.S., and He also gave me visions of China also war with the U.S. as well. Um, the Lord did reveal to me that there are bombs like underground already here in the U.S. This war that is about to take place very soon. This is something very huge. God's wrath is coming to the United States. He told me that Washington D.C. will be completely destroyed. He told me that New York will be completely destroyed. California will be destroyed. World War Three is what the Lord is revealing to me. A World War Three. If you do not know Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ is our Lord, our Savior. He loves us. He died on the cross for our sins. So, you guys, prepare yourself. God loves you. Repent. Get saved. Get baptized. Give your life to the Lord. He loves us. He wants all of his children to be saved. I haven't been myself since last Thursday, when I had this hysterical dream. I live in Bronx, and I work as a nursing assistant. In all the years of my life, I have never before had such a terrifying nightmare. I was looking out into the country, a big flat open field, there's some hay in the background. I don't know if I was in Texas or where exactly I was. I'm assuming I was, and I just see hundreds, hundreds of missiles or rockets、um, raining down, and it's like I almost didn't know what they were at first, but you know now I clearly know they were rockets or missiles. But instead of them landing and exploding. They they just kind of stopped like before they hit the ground they just stopped and were like、uh, fireballs but in the air they didn't hit the ground and land and, and then I I came out of it and I was like whoa and I wrote it down series of dreams one after another after another all pertaining to China and Russia. Invading the United States of America. I've had a number of dreams regarding this topic, and yet last night I had multiple dreams consecutively pertaining to this topic. I woke up with a great urgency on my heart, and I felt like it was God saying, "Tell the people to be prepared for things to come." I do want to say. That it is not foolish to prepare your home for things to preserve you for a season if needed, 
And it is definitely not foolish to prepare your heart with Jesus and to make sure you're right with God through the blood of the Lamb. In one of the dreams, I was speaking with an American soldier, and I was telling him what it was that God was showing me in respect to China and Russia invading the United States. And as I was sharing the details with him, you could see that he was very sober by it. You could see that he took seriously what it was that I was saying to him. And my hope right now is that the people who are hearing this message would also take very seriously what I'm saying to you right now. God has shown me on a number of occasions the reality of the fact that the United States of America will come under attack by Russia and China for sure. I'm telling you without a shadow of a doubt, 100% fact, you can expect this to come to pass. And I believe that God has placed upon my heart an urgency to express unto the people that this invasion will take place very, very soon. And I want to caution you to be prepared spiritually, get right with Jesus, and make sure your spiritual house is in order. Last night on March, well, it was March 29th, early in the morning, like, I think I woke up at like 2.50 in the morning. Um, I woke up from a dream where I was standing outside with people, um, and while I couldn't tell you who any of those people were, I knew them, like I was very, I just, I knew them, but it's not like it was somebody who I knew, I know currently in my life. Um, and we were listening to, I think it was like a radio or something, um, something broadcasting, um, and we were waiting for the people to say something very specific, um, and they said peace and safety. And so as soon as they said peace and safety, uh, we all looked up to the sky, um, and we were waiting again, um, like we knew to be waiting for something. And uh, a couple a couple moments went by, and I saw um, a nuclear like missile flying across the sky. And in this vision, I was shot up into the heavens and looking down on the earth like you would look at a satellite picture. You see it every time you see the weather. It looked somewhat similar. And I had supernatural vision. I looked down and I saw a massive military movement coming out of uh, the uh, Icelandic waters up above Iceland. I couldn't believe my eyes in what I saw. I saw this massive military movement coming out of this area up in here. It came down between, in the Atlantic, down between the United States and Europe. It was marine and air, as you can see, the, the airplanes. This was my first confirmation in the sense from, a, uh, from General Walker. General Walker has given me many confirmations. This was my first picture of actually that they had drawn this assault taking place. It shows also the movement coming out of Europe uh, across to take these countries. And NATO command center is right in here. So you're looking at some very very uh, serious fronts that Russia has been building and has. This massive military movement coming down between the United States and Europe just troubled me as I'm watching it. 
So then I looked off across at the United States wondering, well, if they're doing that across the Atlantic, what are they doing in the United States? That's too big to just be a, a maneuver. And I looked down, and as I looked across at the United States, I first saw the eastern seaboard of the Atlantic seaboard, and I looked and I saw these submarines look like they were parked right along our beaches, all the way along the east coast. And I saw these submarines along the Pacific coast, and I began to look all the way down as I looked down in towards San Diego. There they were, along our coast. And as I was looking down towards San Diego, all of a sudden I saw motion all across the United States, and these radio towers, it's like they were coming out of the ground and going up into the air, and then they were dotting their lines out like they were broadcasting. And I was made to, to know that they were sounding the alarm. But as they began to sound the alarm, all of a sudden, the broadcasting signals went out and they sprinkled to the ground like dust. And I was totally aware, made totally aware in the vision, that the warning was not getting through. And I shouted in the heavens and I said, Oh no, Lord, the warning isn't getting through. They won't even know what hit them. And as I said that, all of a sudden, the first missile fired out of a submarine and it went up and it hit right over New York City. I watched that city literally disintegrate into the atmosphere as that massive explosion took place. I mean, it was gone, folks. There'll be nothing left of that city. Then all of a sudden, I looked down along the coast and about where I would say be about Miami, Florida. And I told them down there last night, and they weren't too happy to hear that. And I said, and Miami disappeared. And then all of a sudden, because I was seeing this happen here, I looked away then. So I don't know if there were more explosions took place between those two as far as the coastal area. I didn't see it. My concern was over toward Oregon again because my family was in Portland at that time. As I was looking over toward Portland, I saw another explosion and it looked like it was in the area of Seattle, Bellevue. That area went up just like New York and Miami. Then all of a sudden I looked down and here's another one going off and it looked like the San Francisco area. Then down about Los Angeles, just about to Los Angeles and then San Diego. I saw those five nuclear-looking explosions. And I tell you, they literally devastated everything. Three weeks to a month before I joined the military, I had this dream. And here's what the dream was. <coughs> so the dream started. And I remember... So it was basically... It was like a war going on. And I remember it was Russia. And they were... They were and I was in military uniform... And uh, I remembered that the Russian tanks, all these tanks and all that, they were coming towards us. And they were just, they were shooting everywhere. They were shooting at us, military, and they were shooting at civilians. They were shooting at everyone. Whoever was in their way that wasn't Russian, they were shooting at them. And uh, I remember in the dream, uh, as they were shooting, I heard people screaming. I heard mothers yelling. I heard mothers crying. I heard crying, screaming, everything. And I remember us. Uh, the, you know, Americans, we were shooting back and everything, but we didn't have tanks, we didn't have anything electronical, it, it was weird, we didn't have anything like tanks, you know, anything electronical, and uh, we only had guns, that's all we had, and that's all that worked, <laughs> that's all we had, and then all of a sudden the scene switched, and the scene switched, and I remember I saw Kim Jong-un's face, and I saw his face, and he looked very serious. Like, his eyes, he was just very serious. And then, all of a sudden, he was looking over a balcony, and I, I think he was looking over his troops, and he, I heard him yell the word, 
fire, and he yelled it real loud. And right when he said fire, it was like the vision switched where I saw a missile silo. And this mis out of this missile silo, all of a sudden a missile came out of it. And when this missile came out of it, uh, it started going up in the air. And the, and the funny thing is, the scene switched again, and my whole body was levitating over earth. And God let me see this missile uh, go over earth, and I saw its path. And it, it went right to the location where we were fighting, uh, basically right over America. And uh, as it went and as it got over America, the location, the scene switched, and I was back on the battlefield, and I was shooting and everything. And uh, we were just fighting back and forth, but we were losing badly because all we had were guns. We didn't have any tanks, anything. But the Russians, they had all the tanks, they had all the, you know, they had all the armor, they had everything. They were beating us fast. And all of a sudden, uh, while I was fighting the Russians off, I remember I looked up in the sky and I saw a missile. I saw that missile that uh, Kim Jong-un said fire. I saw it right above us, and right when I saw it, me and everyone else I was fighting with, and even the citizens around the area, we just were in shock and awe. I remember I dropped my gun, I looked up in the sky, and my mouth, my jaw just dropped. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and I dropped my gun, and it was like I was in full surrender. And uh, that missile just came down, and right when it touched the ground, I remember it just blew up, and right when the fire basically destroyed me, uh, I woke up. And then, well, actually, before I woke up, I remember before the fire hit me, uh, I, I, it was like I looked at the map, and I just saw more Russian tanks, more Russian mobilization coming towards where we were at. So I, I remember the fire hit me, I basically died, and then I looked above the area, and there was, what we were fighting, that was just the beginning, there was a lot more coming. And uh, right when I saw that, uh, I woke up. Today is uh, July 22nd, 2018. So I had this dream, it was uh, in uh, May 2018, a couple of months ago. Um, I saw that I was in something that looked to me like a cruise ship and um, I saw in the water coming Russian troops and um, I knew in the dream that uh, it was Russia coming to invade the US invading the US today I want to talk about two dreams that I've had this year one was in mid-year the first one and it was about Russia attacking England and it was like I was saying this but watching myself say it I said that Russians Russia will annihilate England in a surprise attack and the US won't do a thing. After this dream, I could hear screaming in my ear, uh, like of there's people suffering. So that was the first dream. And the next one, this was about Russian gas supply to Europe, this dream. And then I said in a dream, if, like basically if I was Russia, I would wait till winter and turn off the gas supply to Europe. And then I made that, the motion with my hands of turning off a big uh, gate valve. And then I said I would send 55,000 tanks across the border. And then I saw inside the gas pipeline that there were... Uh, it was like I was watching... I was travelling through the gas pipe at high speed and I was like in a facility, an underground facility. And the Russians had put these microscopic organisms into the gas supply and they were like 
nanotechnology, they're very tiny. They were man-made organisms that were inside it. Now, I don't know what they were for, but they were in the gas. So that are the two, those are the two dreams that I've had, and they were separated by two months apart, but they were basically the same people in the dream was at the same place. Two weeks ago, as I was praying on my bed, I seen a huge nuclear nuclear explosion. I seen a huge nuclear explosion. And right after I seen the nuclear explosion, I seen a man in China, uh, uh, a man of great authority, a man of great say-so in China. And he was sitting on a desk, and he was signing papers. He had papers in front of him with a pen, and he was writing on them. And he was a man of great authority sitting on a table. And I seen this image, this vision, right after I seen a huge nuclear explosion. Now, prior to this dream, this was the last nuclear explosion um, vision dream that I've had. And this is what is making me share this now because I've been holding on to this and I really shouldn't have been doing that. So I've been having nuclear explosion dreams like a lot. I've been having a lot of them recently for the past couple months, and I, but I've never shared them. I've never said anything about them. So I really don't know, but I'm sharing them to you, doing my part by giving you this. So in this dream, you guys, I'm, I'm behind some type of fence. I felt like I was like, felt like I was in something, but behind the fence, you know, out of nowhere, all of a sudden, the United States were, was being bombed. Um, I didn't even see the where it was coming from. Just all of a sudden, all of a sudden, everything was being bombed. The sound was horrible. The United States was caught off guard. It happened all of a sudden. They were caught off guard. Everywhere I looked, there was someplace being bombed. Oh, I'm telling you. <laughs> you better try and make the rapture. You better do everything you can oh, to be found worthy to be with the Lord. I'm in my bedroom. I go to my bedroom window and I look out. I look outside and I look up and I see helicopters flying outside of um, flying, or I'm so sorry, flying close to the homes in our neighborhood. Like the helicopters are so low and they're so loud um, and they're humongous. And they were just like slowly just hovering right above the homes in our neighborhood. And it was so frightening like to see this. I actually was gripped with fear in this dream and there were even like flashes of light um, in the sky. I don't really know what that was, but um, it was obvious that America was being invaded. I live in America and um, definitely we were being invaded and, it's, and I already knew in my spirit 
these were foreigners invading our land. So I'm looking up into the sky and I see like multiple helicopters, so many of them just in our neighborhood alone. And the next thing that I see, and it's so like it was such a reality for me in the dream, like like this is what really brought it to life. I saw parachutes. Um, I didn't see the soldiers, but I saw like the Lord only revealed to me um, the parachutes coming down from the helicopters, and they were so humongous. They were white parachutes. And there were so many of them, and I knew it was soldiers. Um, they were parachuting down into our neighborhoods so that they can enter our homes and take us captive. So in the dream, I was in uh, Virginia Beach oceanfront, but it didn't look like that. I just somehow knew that that's what it was. Um, we were in a tank of all vehicles <laughs> or some sort of armored truck. And uh, we were on an overpass, looking down into the city, watching on the beach a tsunami just start to develop and rise up. And it just overtook this city. It was like targeted, fixated on this city. And I'm seeing all these people fighting on the city streets. And I just remember being like, my gosh, we're being invaded right now. And I remember all the people were of like Asian descent or like the Chinese military. And that goes along the lines of my last dream where I saw Vladimir Putin, Kim Jong-un and Xi Jinping in a rice paddy talking about destroying America. But like I said, I don't dream very often. And when I do, they're usually very vivid and very odd. When I was 15 years old, God showed me that half of America would be destroyed and that we would have one of our closest allies turn against us and allow the Russians to attack us, okay, probably Canada. And we see so many things moving into place. Um, once again, I had a, a, a just a... I saw as I was praying last night, Russian warplanes over America. I know when I was just in, the, in Washington, D.C. three months ago, proclaiming judgment on America in sackcloth, the word that God gave me is that your streets will be turned to rubble and your clouds filled with smoke. Fire will fall from the sky, and then you will know that I am the Lord thy God. That's what he spoke to me. In my dream, I was in a city, and as we looked up to the sky, there was helicopters and planes and the Russians were jumping off the helicopters and planes and they were parachuting down to the ground and once they got to the ground they were shooting at all the American civilians they're killing everybody so I think this is a warning for us to be ready in case some of us do die in the future to be right with Christ before all these things come this dream was about the destruction of New York City that is coming in the near future. And basically, in the dream, I'll just describe to you what it is that I've seen in the dream. Basically, it was, it was basically, uh, you know, like the New York City skyline, okay? And what I've seen was uh, the, uh, that building that's there uh, called the One World Trade Center 
in New York City. The One World Trade Center is the, you know, the one building that they built, you know, after the the uh, two twin towers got destroyed. They built one building, and it's called the One World Trade Center. And it's very interesting because in the dream, what it was that I seen was literally like a, a nuclear bomb inside of that building. And then literally the bomb exploded and then it was basically a nuclear uh, attack in New York City. And then in the dream, it was basically, uh, you know, a lot of military helicopters were flying in, like, uh, you know, with the Red Cross symbols on them, like the military coming in trying to bring support and supplies, this type of, uh, you know, reality. And uh, then in the dream, that nuclear attack was blamed on the country of Iran. If New York City falls, that means that literally uh, the entire economic system of the world is going to fall because the stock exchange, the New York Stock Exchange, is in New York City. Literally, when New York City falls, it's going to be a systematic falling of all of these economic systems. And the reason why the Mark of the Beast is coming in after that is because the Mark of the Beast is an economic system. Sure, quick dream I had last night. Um, if I talk funny, it's because I'm sick, but my voice is starting to wake up this morning, so I think I'll be okay. Um, anyway, the dream I had was this morning, um, and I saw I was like I was in the air looking straight down at the Pacific Ocean, and I was looking into the water, and it was shallow. The water was shallow where I was, um, and I saw submarines slowly moving, and I saw that on these submarines they were carrying tanks and weaponry for battle, like field battle, like ground battle, and I had this knowledge that they were creeping slowly, um, like undetected, and like it was going to be a sneak attack, and it could take us by surprise. Then I saw military on our physical land, like like troops on the ground. So they had reached the west coast. And then I saw um, a Russian white military man who could not speak English going house to house. My neighbor kind of gave me a heads up. He screamed like, like hollered at me and said, hey, he's coming, or something like that, and, and I actually grabbed my dog, and I was, like, praying over my dog, like, please, Lord, make her not bark, I was afraid they were going to kill her, um, and that's when I had woken up at that point, that was the last portion of my dream, but it's like this military man was enforcing martial law, but it wasn't our military, it was a foreign military, it was Russian military enforcing martial law. A part of my dream, and I can't remember completely that portion, but it was about water rushing through streets, like a flood, um, a flood of water, and there, like the water was sinister, like there's something evil about it, and I don't know if it was because of 
a possible like nuclear detonation that caused a tsunami and it flooded the streets and that's why I had a sinister feeling about this water like it was there because of something evil that man did. Hello everyone, I wanted to come on here and share a dream that I had on November 14th of this year, 2022, and I felt the need to share this because there have been other believers from across this nation who have messaged me to share their dream that was just like mine, is the same theme and all. And so the only logical explanation to this is that when God prophesied that in the last days he shall pour out his Holy Spirit upon all flesh, he was telling the truth. Remember, God is not a liar, and I believe that that is happening right now. I had a dream early in the morning of the East Coast of the United States. It was like a map of the East Coast. And so all of a sudden, a black line appears on the coast from the northern state, which is Maine, all the way down to the southern state, which is Florida. Then the coastal line started to split or like disappear before my eyes. So the part, where, and I'm going to show you what that looks, actually I, right here, what that looks like. That was the black line that appeared in my dream. And so the part that's closest to the water here, all of this from Maine all the way to Florida, like literally disappeared. It looked like it was splitting first and then it just disappeared. Like it was just no more. Hello, YouTubers and brothers and sisters in Christ. This is Lucy. I want to share with you a dream that the Lord gave me in 1998. Um, the stream came about over the course of two to three days, and where one dream ended, the second part of the dream picked up, and then so forth to the third night. Um, I was a young mom at that time, raising a baby, and so I wasn't on the internet or, you know, reading about these stories at all. So this was a, really startling to me at that time about the stream that the Lord gave me. So here it goes. Um, it was 1988, and I I was running in the streets, the alleys, the neighborhoods, and I was screaming, the Russians are coming, the Russians are coming. The sky was dark and it was nighttime. The air was thick and still of darkness. People in the streets were ignoring me and they were going about their business. I looked at the people in their eyes, you know, I looked at their eyes, and I saw that they were full of darkness inside and gloominess, hollow almost, almost maybe even soulless, but... It made me sad that it just seemed so much apathy, and that's why I say soulless. Not that I know everyone has a soul, but they just seemed so dead inside. So the people were buying and selling merchandise in the street, walking, talking to one another. A few of them looked at me very curious. Others continued on their way. But I continued with my warning and my shouting, the Russians are coming. I then pointed in the back, to the back, where I saw mountains behind behind me and I saw men descending down the mountains it was a big army and they were running on foot with weapons in their hands they had green uniforms on with red socks I told the people look they are here but they ignored me and they continued with what they were doing just then this mighty army was all around the city in the streets and in the neighborhoods I then heard someone shout Look at San Francisco and what is happening. I looked up and I saw a map of California. I saw San Francisco on the map. While looking at the map, my spirit sensed something was very evil that was coming out of San Francisco. But I saw the map and I knew that San Francisco was going through a calamity. 
and it appeared as though a ball of fire had exploded just and it rocked San Francisco. So some time had, had passed by and I was continued walking in the street, but this time I wasn't shouting and I wasn't warning. Um, I was very cautious who I spoke to and I saw an older lady and she was hanging clothes to dry. And what caught my attention when she did that is that I realized that there wasn't any power or utilities in the street or the neighborhood. It was almost like people were living in the dark ages without electricity and they couldn't, you know, put their clothes in the dryer. I mean, people were hanging their clothes out to dry and um, the city was ruined. It was just kind of laid flat. All the cities were laid flat and people were living in this rubble. Then, and again, this was in 1998, a big screen came up out of the earth. It was like a, um, a big television screen and it, it, I mean, it, it was like a giant TV screen. Um, and then the um, Russian military, they pointed to this screen and they showed it to my brother and um, they told him that they knew everything about him, everything. And then I woke up. So the Lord gave me this verse, um, Jeremiah fifty twenty four. I set a trap for you, O Babylon, and you were caught before you knew it. You were found and captured because you opposed the Lord. So my second dream, I dreamed that me and my family were eating at this like dining hall restaurant kind of place. And the walls were made of concrete. It's pretty stable. But there were windows. And all of a sudden, we started hearing booming and then screaming from outside. Kind of like boom, screams, boom, screams. And it shook like the building, right? So I decided to open the door to check out what's happening. And... Um, when I looked outside, I saw war planes flying down, bombing the city. And buildings were on fire and people were running out of the buildings, but they were start they ran and jumped into the water because if you run out of buildings, you're a target. The planes started to shoot down at the water people. So there was no mercy. I went back in the restaurant and I didn't have control of my mouth, but words spoke out of me saying, Russia is attacking the U.S. So me and the people in the restaurant basically turned off the lights, put the blinds on the windows, and basically hid under the tables, and we could hear the bombing from outside. We kind of had this realization of, kind of like in the first dream, like, oh, this is serious. This isn't a false alarm. I do not know what city it was at, and I don't know when this will happen. But please, today, if you're a believer, get on your hands and knees and pray for this nation, that this nation will repent. In my dream, we were in a warehouse together that I work with, that I work at. Uh, my lead told us that it was time for us to go to lunch. So all of us decided that we were going to go out. We were going to go out to go buy lunch because none of us brought our lunch. As soon as we went outside the patio, we all looked up in the sky, and the sky was literally blood red. And I'm not kidding when I said it was literally blood red. It was red. Um, there were bombs going off. People were screaming. People were hiding. People were were going crazy. I was just trying to look for four of my Christian friends. I was trying to look for Audra. I couldn't find them, so I was just like, oh, man. So there's an entrance gate where you go in and out from work, from work. 
I literally got outside of that entrance gate, and literally when I got outside, I saw these military tanks. There were these soldiers that were dressed in dark green uniforms. They were Russian and Chinese. In the 1980s, I had a dream about Russia. And in the dream, I was standing next to the Russian leader, and it was Canada. I was in Canada, and he had just taken over Canada. He had, I guess, won the war against Canada, in some way had captured Canada. And he was burning the books. And by burning the books, I mean he was burning the Bible, he was burning the Quran, he was burning the Torah. And in the dream, I was told that Canada would become a communist country and that the only church that would be allowed to be left open would be the Anglican Church. If you weren't a member of the Anglican Church when the takeover took place, you couldn't join it afterwards. All the other churches were closed. It was just the Anglican Church was all that was left open. Now, recently, about maybe two weeks ago, I had another dream. And in the I've had several dreams about Russia. But this dream two weeks ago, the dream said that our leaders had sold us out to Russia. I posted a video about another dream that I had, which was a full-blown invasion. And I figured out it was 2025, or that's what I thought the dream was leading me towards. A full-blown invasion by 2025. And if that was a prophetic dream, that's not far off. This is 2022, middle of 2022 right now. There is a Pastor Dana Coverstone who's on YouTube. You can look him up. And he had um, some dreams about invasions from Chinese soldiers, UN soldiers, Russian soldiers on U.S. soil. Someone reminded me of this old Dmitry Dudeman prophecy, and I went and looked it up, and wow. Does it ever seem to apply to today? I'm going to read this now. The Russian president began to speak to the Chinese one. I will give you the land with all the people, but you must free Taiwan of the Americans. A voice said to me, watch where the Russians penetrate America. All these words being written, Alaska, Minnesota, Florida. Then the man spoke again. When America goes to war with China, the Russians will strike without warning. Two presidents spoke. We too will fight for you. Each had a place already planned as a point of attack. America will be at war with China. Russia will attack. And two other nations will join the Russians in this surprise attack. All of them shook hands and hugged. Then they all signed a contract. One of them said, we're sure that Korea and Cuba will be on our side too. Without a doubt, Together, we can destroy America. The president of Russia began to speak insistently. Why let ourselves be led by the Americans? Why not rule the world ourselves? They have to be kicked out of Europe, too. Then I could do as I please with Europe. The man standing beside me asked, This is what you saw. They act as friends and say they respect the treaties made together. But everything I've shown you is how it will really happen. You must tell them what is being planned against America. Then, when it comes to pass, the people will remember the words the Lord has spoken. America's sin has reached God. He will allow this destruction, for he can no longer stand such wickedness. A dream I had about a day ago, Friday morning, November 6, 2009. And I share this with you now because I believe it is a warning and an encouragement all in one. Here it is as follows. 
So when this dream started, I was on the playground with my oldest daughter, and we were just kind of hanging out. And um, one observation I made is that the playground was pretty empty. As I was walking home on foot, basically I walked right into the middle of some absolute chaos. Uh, basically, I saw foreign troops. In particular, I saw many Russians uh, take over the area. Now, I don't know if all of the troops were Russian, and I don't know if they were all foreign, but the ones I encountered were Russian, and they were very mean. Um, so basically, as I was walking home, I saw these troops breaking into people's homes with force, kicking in doors, uh, screaming, just acting crazy. Um, now, I was completely bewildered, just confused, uh, because just a little while before, I had taken my daughter to the park, and it was a completely normal day. So, um, it was just very strange to see all these things jumping off. It just made me feel like it all happened so suddenly. So, um, I was completely shocked that they had taken over such a large area in such a short amount of time. Uh, but I asked one soldier what was going on as I walked by, and uh, he said, Training exercise. I noticed that this whole chaotic scenario was widespread. Uh, the soldiers were pulling everyone away from their homes and uh, making them leave everything that they possessed. People were getting taken away somewhere by these troops, and I don't know where they were taking them, um, but there were soldiers everywhere, swarming. Uh, they were telling many that it was a training exercise. I was looking out the window, and I noticed that there were green, covered wagon-style uh, army trucks going up and down the streets everywhere. Uh, as we passed each neighborhood, <clears throat> I realized that they were um, taking over the whole area, and there was like one to two of these army trucks parked on pretty much each uh, block I saw, and uh, soldiers were spreading out everywhere. Everything around me was abandoned. Um, the apartments looked normal and lived in, everything you'd normally see in a house, except for no people. Every front door was wide open. All the doors were open. And uh, everything was thrown around, knocked over, messy in these homes. Uh, it was very strange and eerie feeling because I was the only human being around. And I was looking around for other people. And the next part of the dream I had, I was basically seeing a gorgeous, gorgeous, pure white bird. And it was flying over the land. And um, it was a vast amount of land. And as it flew over the land, it affected it. It was, it was, it was making permanent imprints upon um, what it flew over. It was causing this sweeping effect as it flew over areas. And I heard the phrase, like lightning. As I saw this white bird flying over nations, I saw that the areas were affected permanently. The Lord gave me a prophetic dream about America. He gave me this dream a few days ago. In the dream, I saw America was about to be invaded. So not everybody's frantically trying to, you know, buy guns or trying to find a weapon to protect themselves from this 
impending invasion. I don't know what country that was about to invade America, but in the dream, the Lord told me that America is about to be invaded. So America is about to be invaded, and then this guy, I think, he looked familiar. I think he's a friend of mine. He started giving out weapons to everybody. Anytime the Lord tells me something's going to happen, it always happens. You know, I, I don't boast, and, you know, that's not what I do. I just remain humble before the Lord and allow the Lord to use me. And so those of you who are still living in sin, who haven't repented, this is the time to repent, especially if you live in America, to turn away from your sins, and so the Lord could wash your cleanse. Because a foreign invasion is coming to your land, and, you know, when, 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 when there's war, you might lose your life. A lot of people die. So you don't want to die in your sins. Turn away from your sins. Seek the Lord's face and ask for forgiveness. May the Lord bless you guys. Thanks for watching. I heard a very loud boom of sound, which reverberated the whole building that everyone fell to the ground. There was a shock wave, which almost ruptured my eardrum. The sound continued like a thunderclap with a sustained roar. It shook the ground and everything began to fall from the inside of the building. There were derbies flying all around. It blurred my vision, making it hard to see my way forward. In a very short moment, the whole place became a complete disorder. There was chaos everywhere. My husband and kids were mixed with the crowd, and I got lost of them while everyone was moving out of the mall since it was almost near to collapse. When I managed to find my way out, I saw a very large object coming from the sky at a very fast speed. It looked like a warhead. And if my guess is right, the object was about 30 to 40 inch long. It was very big, and it came with a strong wind, which scattered everything around, including cars and other things. The nuclear weapon was detonated to the Central Park Tower, and it struck the building with a very high force. There was a big explosion of fire, and it destroyed the whole building with a large thick of smoke. There was severe burns everywhere, and it killed thousands of people. The weapon produced a poisonous ionizing radiation, which contaminated the whole atmosphere. And this caused many people to suffocate, leading them to die. It killed so many people who were even far away from the explosion. The explosion caught fire with major electrical lines, and this led to a severe fire outbreak, which destroyed every property and structures in all the cities of New York. Thousands, or I can say, millions of souls perished. I saw many people who were caught in the fire. The fire burn was so severe that it burned the humans down completely without leaving a recognition. I couldn't find my husband and kids anymore. And I knew they were dead. I felt the intensity of the fire and heat. It was unbearable. Everything in the cities was completely burned into ashes. No one was able to survive the explosion.
I want to share with you a prophetic dream that the Lord gave me on the 27th of February 2021. And very, very short, all I remember is that something was major was happening in New York. This was specific to New York. There was, um, I was uh, able to see the streets. And it was as if I'm floating from above the buildings or I'm able to, to, to fly and see the streets. And their streets are desolate. The picture that I'm seeing or, or, or the streets that I'm seeing, everything is black and white. There's no color. There's no people. There's no cars. There's appears to be, this seems to be daytime, but there's no, um, I can't see the sky. So my viewpoint is just from seeing the streets from above. And I'm not sure if there was no power. Um, But what I did know is that something major had happened. There was some sort of uh, uh, an an attack. Or uh, I'm not sure if this was nuclear because, like I said, I'm missing a lot of pieces. And, but there was no people on the streets or no cars and, and it had nothing to do with, um, what's taking place currently and, and, and what took place in 2020. This is something new, something that's coming. This is something that's, that's going to take place in the future. I don't know when, but the, um, the streets also seem to have ice on them and they seemed treacherous and the atmosphere was kind of hazy smoky Um, there was a lot of confusion a lot of noise in the background people wailing um, arguing there was an atmosphere of chaos taking place I have another dream that I will do separately that was that was given on the 21st of February 2021 and it's also about nuclear attacks and thermonuclear attacks um on the nation and so i wanted to bring this forth and and blow the trumpet for us to pray for us to intercede for us to plead before god for mercy and for covering, for protection, and to be prepared, to be prepared. The Lord came to me in the morning dream last night, saints. And in this dream, I remember looking into the skies, and I couldn't see nothing at first because of the clouds. And then out of nowhere, I saw these jet planes and these cargo planes emerge. And out of these jet planes and cargo planes came men in parachutes in droves they began to invade America and I I remember in the dream waking up in the dream seeing these airplane parts scattered in his backyard and I remember videotaping it and getting ready to upload it on YouTube and I was reminded of Russia And I remember telling my auntie 
look what's happening. Do you see what's happening? And she was nonchalant about it. And she said, oh, yeah, um, airplanes. I said, no. Do you see what's going on? God is allowing this to happen. He's bringing judgment on America. A foreign military is about to invade. And I, re- I remember telling my brother the same exact thing. Do you see what's going on? Do you see what's happening? Do you see what's taking place? And he was nonchalant about it. And I, re- I remember slapping him as to wake him up. Man, look, we are in big. We are about to be invaded. And this dream was so real, saints. Um, it was modern day, but it looked like America was desolate, like a reset button had taken place to make it look like old times. And I remember waking up from the dream, repenting to the Lord, asking him to forgive me for my sins. Now, here is a dream from Marty Breeden. And I have brought you guys his prophetic dreams in the past. But this one here is about a sudden attack. It took place on Tuesday, November 5th, 2019. And he is titling it, Sudden Attack. Suddenly, we began to feel the very ground shake beneath our feet. Everyone got quiet and just stopped and looked at each other. Then we began to hear the sound of a very loud roar. It was getting closer and closer and closer. And then I began to hear people in the crowd begin to panic. What is that noise? What is that sound? And suddenly that which was causing the noise now appeared. It was a large armada of fighter jets, cruise missiles, and drones completely filling the sky. I could see them very clearly, and they had writing on them that I did not understand. But it was clearly not American. Then I began to see American fighter jets pursuing some of these foreign weaponry. These foreign forces then began to attack both structure and civilian. Crowds of people began to panic. Huge buildings began to collapse. And I just stood there for a second and watched all that was going on around me as the battle ensued. And sadly, there was massive death and destruction everywhere. It seemed that there was not a single structure left standing. And then suddenly the thought came to my mind. In a moment of time, life has just changed forever as I knew it. And nothing will ever be the same again. You know, David Wilkerson wrote in his book, Set the Trumpet to Thy Mouth, that America would be destroyed by fire. That sudden destruction is coming and few will escape. Unexpectedly and in one hour, a hydrogen holocaust will engulf America, and this nation will be no more. He said that America would be judged for her sin, for her violence, her crimes, her backsliding, her murdering of millions of babies, the flaunting of sexual sin, the corruption, the drunkenness, the drug abuse, its form of godliness without power, its lukewarmness towards Christ, its rampant divorce and adultery, its lewd pornography and child molestations, its cheatings and its robbings, and its dirty movies and occult practices. In one hour, he said, it would be all over, that America would be shaken and set aside by swift and horrible judgment, and boldly declared that judgment is at the door. Prepare, awaken. Now, I myself had two dreams of war, one of which was in Hawaii and the other in Washington, D.C. In my dream in Hawaii, it was a normal day. I was spending time with friends and family at a restaurant, and nothing unusual was happening. Then my friend and I decided to take a walk, and as we were walking down the street, I noticed that all of a sudden, it was very dark, 
and I happened to look up to the sky, and I saw an incoming missile headed straight for us, and I knew, although I can run, I could never outrun this missile, and then suddenly it was upon us, and it struck the very ground we were running on, and then I woke up. In another dream in 2014, I remember seeing the White House, and it was on fire. I saw people around the White House crying and mourning. I saw smoke rising all around them, with the top half of the White House blazing with flames. And then I saw military helicopters, and they were black. And I knew in my dream we had just been attacked. I feel moved uh, recently to start sharing some dreams with you. I've, I've had dreams since I was a child. Uh, quite a few have come true. The biggest one I can remember is 9-11. I just, I, I'm not sure what it is, but the, the spirit is moving within me, and I, I really feel like I need to start um, letting these things out, um, get past this nervousness and this uh, this fear of society. We all know we get laughed at, we get criticized. People think we're self-righteous, and it couldn't be further from the truth. I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm a bottom-of-the-barrel person. I don't deserve God's blessings, but that's how God works. In 2020, I had two dreams back-to-back. Both the same, just different countries. And the first, China, was uh, I walked outside and I looked up in the sky and thousands and thousands of soldiers were coming down. Parachutes, machine guns, grenades, the whole nine, just full-scale invasion. After that dream, I had a dream of Russia doing the exact same thing. And um, after that dream, I asked God for confirmation, clarification, verification through someone, my wife, my children, someone, so that I would know that I needed to share this when the time was right. Soon after, my wife had a dream along the same lines. She walked outside, looked up in the sky, and as far as she could see, parachutes. Uh, but these guys were in white hazmat suits. They had red stars on them, gas masks, strapped with machine guns, full-scale evasion again. You know what I mean? Small areas, big areas. It didn't matter. Like They were, they were coming. There was no stopping it. But I'm here today to share with you the multiple dreams that I've been having about Russia invading America. One dream that I had was I can see that all the schools, high schools and elementary schools were being operated by Russians. They was being operated by foreign soldiers. And I knew that somehow they had set up shop where these schools became the headquarters for Russian operations here in our country. And it's funny that my friend appeared with me in the dream and he has gave his life to Christ and I and I praise God for that. But in this dream my my friend appeared with me and he asked me the question. He said, uh, is this the time of the end? And I looked at him and I said, yes. And from that moment, he and I were walking throughout the lands of America. And I noticed that many people had barricaded their houses and him and I, we were... We were looking for shelter. We were looking for shelter and food, and we had money on us, and we approached what appeared to be 
another school and it looked like it was barricaded with wood and it was like it was well protected. It was barricaded and a woman appeared to us and I asked her, I said, do you have any food for us to eat? And she said, uh, yes. And I started to reach into my pockets because I wanted to pay her for food. And she said, your money is no good. She said, the American dollar is no good. And I reached into my pockets and I had chapstick. And she said, I will take the chapstick. And it's like money wasn't of anything relevant anymore. The only thing that was good was lotions, toothpaste, chapstick, the, the things that will seem to.